big up yourself. Welcome back to the Secret Society of Good Guys. We are all going to do our best to try to talk with things in our mouth. Um, this is the third episode. We are going to get into everything. Blood, how are you guys doing today? I'm feeling spicy. Spicy. I feel dead. Really? I'm feeling <laughs> undead. <laughs> I'm feeling thirsty. Feeling thirsty. thirsty. Yeah. For some oh, blood. I will, oh, yeah, baby. I will join you. Oh, yeah, baby. How's your Has weekend? anyone here actually drank blood before? Yeah. My own. Like, like you know, cuts and shit. Like a substantial amount? Nah. I don't think so. Maybe like. What would be a substantial amount? Hold on. Somebody <laughs> says the they most. have no audio. Let's get this going first. Wait, what? <clears throat> Let's see. Somebody says they have no audio online. Hmm. It's like Vampire uh, Geek Geek Squad. I know. It's technical difficulties today. It looks like it's streaming. Is it streaming? Can everybody hear can. me? Can you hear? Can you hear us? Can you hear us? <laughs> can you hear me? Audio all good now. That was probably Mercury. All their audio just by themselves. <laughs> They're like, oh shit, my TV was on mute. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Officially, you guys, this is a mess today. <laughs> We're late. The teeth were harder, the stream was harder, um, it was a little harder to be undead than we thought, but welcome back to the Secret Society of Good Guys. Today we are going to get in all things blood. I have with me Godpill Angel 333, 42 Shoes as always, Paranoid American, and Abby, how are you guys? How's your week? Great. Fantastic. Eh. How was your emergency alert broadcast? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I left it on. I, I did too. I'm not afraid. There's nothing to fear. It's just a fucking signal. I, I left mine on, but can I say that, it, like, I don't know if there was a predictive programming or all that, but I did feel nauseous when it went off. Hmm. And I don't, I don't believe in any of that. I don't think that it had any effect, but I do think... I might have even psyched myself out or something, was, but for whatever reason, like it went off and I felt nauseous and I turned it off and it went away like after an hour. Interesting. Huh. I was you know Yeah, go ahead. I wasn't thinking about it when it went off like that because I was just talking to somebody and it went off and like it really jarred me. I was like, holy shit, that's now. And then I screenshot <laughs> like got that kind of like little thing of dread like like kind of wash and then i'm like oh screenshot you know and it was okay i'm like oh right that's right everything's nothing it's all game everything's nothing Nothing's real <laughs> i saw um a post of this lady talking about how um within maybe an hour or two um she got her period and it wasn't supposed to come and a lot of girls reported this on tiktok which is kind of strange that is, I, that's the first I heard of that. No, no, I, I don't know if I saved a couple, but I would have to go back on the previously watched videos and find it and show you guys eventually. But yeah, 
reports of the period. Somebody, I think 40, it might be your wind. Yeah. Oh, it is. I'm sorry. Yeah. Maybe I can it's block okay. this. We can figure this I out. Don't, I don't know how you could block it. <laughs> we figured it out together. Yeah, I know uh, the EMS thing, there was a whole bunch made from it. And my local system, I had two more the day after, just like the local normal one. Like, is this one? Is just, <laughs> I feel so silly with it. <laughs> I love it. I feel like I have like <laughs> buck teeth, but it's different than buck teeth. I'm having the hardest time, man, trying to keep these exact. <laughs> I can't even take myself seriously. <laughs> the way the teeth hit my lips is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Here's a whole rattling. I'm having a problem. I'm loving it. <laughs> Try putting them in with fingernails and red lipstick. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're like I got it all. I didn't even try lipstick. I didn't well, I realized I had to put it on after after I got it all over my hands. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Abby, I like how you're like mildly annoyed with these fucking teeth in right now. <laughs> like I feel like I'm in trouble because you have teeth in. <laughs> I would have been on time had it not been for the teeth. So. Oh, who cares about time? Listen, Seriously. we're going with vampire time, okay? We have the sun we have is out night, longer. Baby. Exactly. So we had to adjust yeah. to vampire time like half an hour. I slept all day, Sit. so we're good. Oh, yeah. Take a look. <laughs> you coughed up. We're, are we on VPT, vampire people time? Yeah, for sure. Vampire people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck my bad. Like a race. VPP. Yeah, you know okay. me. <laughs> so did you guys get bloody this week? Mm. I am. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> Whoa, yesterday, my, yesterday my period came. <laughs> I actually so. did want to talk about periods today. So yeah, I got bloody. I am bloody. <laughs> I actually thought it was a good topic. Like, how could you talk about blood and not talk about menstruation? I mean, it's important. And it's it not disgusting, guys. Okay, you guys? People out there who are like, ew, no. You should know. It's a high magic that you don't understand. And you will. <laughs> well, I mean, part of you understand it, I'm sure. Yeah, but there's people out there. But for those who don't. There's, there's something very special and very important about it. Like for me, for instance, and I speak for me, I was born on a wanting half moon where it starts to go into the new moon. So for me, my cycle, I have been tracking it recently because I never did because anyway, we don't have to get into that because I don't have to. It's not necessary for me. No scares. <laughs> um, anyway. So I was like, I'm curious to know how my moons shift from time to time. And I noticed during the half moon and the moon that I was born on, my period usually comes exactly the same every month. So I wonder if it happens to all girls. Do they know the moon that they were born on? Do they constantly get their period on the same moon phase? Huh, that's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. I keep track I would keep track of my period with the moon cycle more than I would like period tracker. Uh -huh. Um but I never looked at it with the moon I was born. 
I was born on full moon. So forty, your the wind is. is you might bad? have to mute your okay. mic when yeah. you're not talking. Yeah. Um, Sorry, dude. But I was born on a full moon, so I used to have my period on a full moon. But then I really think that your your natural cycle should be having your period on the new moon because that's when your your womb would be void. And that's what I switched to. But with bodybuilding, I haven't had a period since January. So <laughs> I haven't had a period in a long time either since chemo. <laughs> I'm Which going I'm... on 40 years. <laughs> well, I actually think I was wondering if guys ever like keep track of their monthly cycle, even though it's like so weird that women will still, even though they don't bleed anymore, they'll still be like, oh, this is like, I'm grouchy right now, or my boobs are swollen or whatever. So I, I wonder. Periods every month. They it's hard to tell. Periods. It's hard to tell when I'm grouchy and I'm not grouchy. So, I don't know. But it's not just grouchy. There's like this whole, it's like a whole, there's a manic to it. There's like yeah. a time you go through that you're like, I am so ugly. Like, I'm the ugliest person on the whole face of the earth. And like, sometimes you think you're outwardly ugly and sometimes you think you're inwardly ugly. So you're like, I'm internally the grossest person there is. Like, I'm so gross. The things I think are gross, I'm so mean. Like, and it won't be even things I say. And then I'll have a whole different day that I'm like, I'm the stupidest person. And mm -hmm. then it's like, I come out of that peel. And it's like, I might be God's gift. It's <laughs> <laughs> interesting. For me, it's not during my period. It's before my period. Yeah, it's I'm like a two days, haunt. Two days like, I'm me a too. bitch. Like, yep. I'm the don't. Don't. Mm -mm. Do you find then, once when you have your period, you're like, oh, my God, I'm not crazy. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. It was just <laughs> my fucking period. Well, I kind <laughs> of I see it nuts. now. If I'm having, like, the horrible bitchiness where I'm like, gosh, I am, like, evil today, then um, then it kind of dawns on me after a while to look. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, it's that time. Yeah. With my wife, like, you know, I know for men out there, <laughs> they don't want to be like, what are you on your period? <laughs> like girls are like, like I'll bring out the heat. Never but um, I notice for her, I can tell the most on her when she gets emo-y. Everything's, mm -hmm. she gets really sensitive. Like yeah. a commercial, uh, it won't just be like about personal stuff. It could be like, oh my God, look at that butterfly in the yard. Like it could just be, yeah. and I'm like, are you going to start your period? <laughs> now that I know my cycle more on the moon, now I'm more aware. Like, like for this cycle, like I was very aware and I'm like, Layla, you're going to change and hold on to your perspective of being positive and you're a goddess and you're not a bitch and you're not a cunt and you're not going to act like one either. So I tried to control that because I knew my period was coming. So anytime I felt like the need to like, whatever the case may be, I was like, wait a minute, your period's coming. So relax, bitch. Take, take, take a chill pill, relax. But and don't ever tell a woman on her period. Oh, no, don't. Relax, bitch. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little don't bit envious it. because there's like a, like this buildup of 
of tension in a way and then release right but like yeah I never, I never get that feeling where it's like, oh, I'm not crazy. Like, there's no, <laughs> there's no specific <laughs> point in time where I right. just get to flush all that out. <laughs> I never thought about that because yeah. it is a relief just, just being able to like check my period up and know, oh yeah, it's that. The time. relief of even getting it, it's just like you don't even understand. I'm just gonna get a little TMI. So if you guys are a little, Ugh. I'm sure dudes know too. Like even the relief of my girlfriend got her period, yeah. like that amount of being like. Mm. it's not even that like oh my god i got my period i'm not pregnant it's like a relief as in like your gut cleanses like everything comes out like number two um it's like everything is like a, a reset in your body and i don't feel evil anymore <laughs> yeah and but i wish men get knows so bloated like everything in you yeah. even though you look the same you feel it everywhere you feel like your arms are carrying weight and your boobs and your thighs and everything kind of is a little achy like you might get the flu mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah there's like a whole thing you have to go through I can tell when a girl's about to start her period. If I know girls really well, I can just look at them and be like, even not their personality. I think yeah. they always have this little glow about them. And they <laughs> do get boobies. Like girls, they're, they they're get all like, I am like, not that I'm staring at everyone's boobs all the time, but I am. They grow. <laughs> or if, if you knew better than other people, if you could just walk by and just be like, now, and just poke them. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, go up to strangers on your period do you know how powerful, with the teeth in on your period, period uh, do you know how powerful period blood is guys do you do you know that they use well people who want to use that shit but they'll use it in magic they'll use it in a uh, love magic it's blood magic but it's like toxic love magic and no it won't last long so if you're planning on doing some kind of love ritual with your menstruation, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. They don't they follow TikTok witches. No, this is a, this is from culture in the Balkans, in the Balkan area, Romania, all of that. You want to talk about high witchcraft? These people know high witchcraft, and the stories that I know with blood magic. Oh my God. But one of them is menstruation. They'll take your their menstruation and put it in food, drinks, whatever. Um, and I guess they spell over it or a, I have no idea. And if they drink it, it's like a way of kind of making the man kind of obsessed with you and listen to you and kind of obey you and want to be with you kind of magic. Um, but yeah, it exists and people do it. But there's also benefits in using blood, like the menstruation blood, like for skin replenishment. Um, they say it's dirty, but it's not. That's where life is created. That's why it's so powerful. That's why they try to label it as dirty and filth, but it's not because that's where it carries life. So it's just a recycling of a new it's like healing and replenishing, Vessel. but yeah. you, everything that, it's a blood magic that you can use without death, which is actually a really huge thing where everyone always thinks immediately with blood magic, like, oh, I have to sacrifice something for it. I have to bloodlet for it. But you don't if you're a woman. You know this exact precise time. And imagine if your whole 
village of women was under a moon cycle and they were all menstruating at the same time. That would be like so powerful. Like you would have, you know, a crimson tide. There's women (laughs) who actually go out into the forest and, you know, spend, I mean, they used to do it back in the day if they were really into that, if they were not knowing they would sit out in the forest and some do it still today and they'll let their menstruals like seep into the woods, like seep into the ground. And it's like a, an offering to mother nature, you know, like that I had the privilege of of knowing um, she actually had her first bleed in a bleeding tent because she was native American. So they would go into a tent and you'd spend the whole week just bleeding straight into the ground. Yeah. And then she had her last bleed in the same tent. So I was like, that's pretty wild. That's awesome. Yeah. That's the, there's the idea in the uh, Abrahamic religions that women had a red tent and that they would all go in it. And that's where they would have their period. That's where like the old people would be if they were sick. Uh, that's where uh, birthing would happen. And so it was like beautiful music and all this uh, pretty, uh, feminine stuff going on and guys were like i don't want to even go in the red tent i'll stay out here with the you know they were like oh it seems gross in there but probably it was all like feathers and fans and grapes (laughs) and music and shay's lounge is there something detrimental to because like now you you were saying everyone looks at it like it's dirty and it's and it's bad i mean it goes in the trash right that's pretty much the the cultural aspect is that it gets soaked up and it gets thrown out is that do you think that has like an actual ramification on culture or like on on humanity that now it just goes into like a dumpster next to everything else? Yes, just like the our poo and our you know whatever our waste, it used to go into our gardens to replenish and when you do that, the garden kind of knows what nutrients you need most in your body when doing that. So it'll provide you exactly what you need to help restructure your DNA or help rebuild whatever needs in your body. So um, I think that's a big part of the piece that we're missing. Like they take it all. And plus we have gold in our shit, apparently. So they <laughs> they, they, they filter that we're out. And you don't believe me, go it's Google it. <laughs> we shit out gold. Uh-huh. Okay, so they, they, like they the scoop all of our. I like looking at you as a vampire while you say it. We also have goldener shit. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have a gold in our shit. <laughs> if you guys become a vampire, you will have gold you in your shit too. Golden <laughs> shit club. <laughs> I'm dying, but I swear this is true. So think about b- how many people we have on just in this nation. Okay, we had outhouses and all that, but just in this nation, how many people's toilets they ravage, pipelines? Okay, the amount of gold. Yes, yes, we are the we are the currency. Do you this understand? It's going to be the next gold rush. We are the currency. But back to the period of it all. <clears throat> yeah, I think it has to it. do with woman <laughs> shaming because it but it but that goes back to the Bible because they dubbed a woman unclean on her period. And if a woman on her period sat on your sofa, then your sofa was unclean ceremonially. You know, and it would make you unclean if you sat on it. It's all about woman shaming. So I think that I don't know. It kind of goes into that. It's taking the power away from women. 
Yeah. I have a weird question. Um, virginity, <clears throat> and we can talk about virgin blood later, but it's just making me think, would it be more like if there was a cultural thing that it was magic or high magic or something these priests were doing, would they want a woman before her first bleed? Would she be tainted after her first bleed? Or would that be when they'd want her? They'd want her untouched. I, so doesn't it almost seem like the period in some ways could have been uh, a dirtying? Like, because the hymen break is also a blood. So couldn't that have been even a woman having her period? Could there have been some idea that it was unclean or... She, she was broken by that or would have that been okay the, in some old tribe okay now we honor her hmm. I don't know uh, maybe maybe yeah. all I know is the other story of oh my god I once you're touched that's it <laughs> like you are not you're not able to show your face this was like the latest maybe 30 years ago if you were not a virgin, you are locked up in your house forever. Like you're not, or you're marrying an old man with like children, but like old, old, old man. They'll give you away to some guy. Huh. <laughs> yeah. I, what, anymore. what do you think? Cause I do tonight and we're talking about blood and everything to do with blood magic, blood ritual, blood diamonds. And I was thinking we'd probably talk about um, thrill oxide. <laughs> I don't know what words we'll get pulled off for saying right away, but I know Paranoid <laughs> American has danced around and tried to find every word that he can even use to say it. Um, virgin's blood, uh, melanin, and then maybe I can say it like a dream, the chroma. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I know. So I, I do think there has to be some sort of power with the virgin's blood specifically, because in so much yes. of the vampire lore, that is uh, a, a key. It's um, it is in a sense. I think it's very important. I understood it when I was young because I had to I lost my virginity when I was like 20, 1920 around there. Yeah, 1920. And I had to guard it with my life like man if either like it'll go to the stage where even they'll kill you like hey you're not who the fuck you sleep with you know and it could have been an accident on a bike or something you know but albanians are nuts um but to me i think there's a higher power there of that pureness and i think it has to do with a lot of how we women are and our intuition and our knowing i feel like if you keep that intact you it's more of a i don't know how to say it. you're not worried about earthly things it's like you're more in tune about connecting with spirituality and receiving the magic and the the ability to see or the ability to foresee the future or, or certain ability that you're blessed with as a, as a child that you know of and you played with as a child, if you somehow keep that, I feel like you'll keep your power more strong. Like I, attachment I to source. Like, yes. do you think that 
you know how baptism coming into this world and like it's almost like a fathering you're mothered once you're born but once you're baptized you get the father like you're almost 3d now mm-hmm. do you think that sex could be baptism for a virgin like where they're almost brought all the way into the 3d like they're still kind of spiritual ethereal before that but mm-hmm. once they like that could be the forbidden fruit for a lady or a man like they're mixing their dna and it's cutting they they were in this idea of like the adam or eve how part of them is a rib and part of them is spiritual but once that you have sex in this plane you are planting yourself here yeah it is that idea my mother's religion said that the forbidden fruit was extramarital sex it wasn't actually like she was a whole she read the urantia book which is like a whole other thing like a type of christianity but it, that i use that term loosely it just had christ but yeah they they said that adam there was other people adam and eve weren't the only ones which it says in the bible that they're not there was a village but um that the forbidden fruit was sex Hmm. but not with each other well it it could be but then the idea of creation what happens then the idea of creating you know life or does not everyone is not everyone responsible for that role are they trying to make everyone responsible for that role just so everyone can become 3d instead of like choosing the path of not wanting to have kids not wanting to have sex or whatever the case may be and go on the spiritual path nunnery sistery whatever but then again i hear stories about those women too and i'm just like damn yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) those ladies got the right idea that's what i think (laughs) yeah easy easy skirts easy skirts I'm like, oh, I get my little clean room. We share a garden. We share a kitchen. And then I can shut this enormous wood door. And I got my little bed in there. Like, hi, sister. Hi, sister. (laughs) 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 It's like the same way when people are like, oh, my gosh. Like the don't ask, don't tell policy of the military. I'm like, if I were a gay man. And I was in like 30s or 40s, 50s, whatever age. And you're telling me you're going to lock me on a boat with a whole bunch of men. I'm joining the military. Like, it just seems like an Avi. It's like a boy club on a boat. Like, that's what I'm going to do. So that's what I think the nun nunnery is. But the nuns I mean, don't be- even masturbate. I asked them. <laughs> be- being in the military, I can say it's and- like the gayest thing ever. Yeah, it is, especially the Navy, but I'm, I'm Navy, so I can say that. But, um, but I don't know what branch are you, Th- Thomas? I was in the Chair Force. Oh, are you? <laughs> I did. Uh, Would you argue right now? Do you think gay. the Air Force or Navy is gayer? Are you going to let Abby? Uh, I mean, honestly, I do think the Navy is the gayest one out of all of them. Especially submariners, right? If, if you ever look at what they call the uh, the crossing ceremonies, remember, like, I think it was this year or, or earlier last year, there was like a big uproar because some Navy guy was also like a really awesome drag queen or something on the side. 
like got really popular and it was like you know what a travesty like we can't believe that you would disgrace the you know the military like this just google crossing ceremony every year since like the 1800s all the sailors get together on the boat and dress up in drag and do gay stuff together and it's like well my grand my great grandpappy did it and he wasn't gay you know you call him grandpappy gay so i'm gonna do it too and it just turns into a thing yeah. This is legacy. No one will see me out here on sea. There's no one around. It's just <laughs> us. It's just it's me just and us. 200 of my bros. That's it. <laughs> so what if I'm dressed up like a mermaid? This is bro stuff. I mean, oh, but, but honestly, God, my a lot of the time in the military, what guys will do to pass time is just like play gay chicken, which is like the most awkward thing. And it's like if if you don't pretend like uh, it's like like abhorrent and it's embarrassing. Then then you actually get hurt. You know what I mean? Like they'll get attacked for it. But if you don't, you just play along, which is even gay. I don't know. It's it's such a weird uh, weird sort of uh, dynamic. My buddy who's a marine and we talk about it all the time. He t tells me like he's like that's all boot camp is is just like working out till you throw up, eating food as fast as you can, and a bunch of gay chicken you try to avoid. Yeah, dude, it's so <laughs> much. It's like that's all it is. <laughs> and I don't like it at all. I, I always say this like I, for my guy friends, like if you're hanging out and you might know my guy friend and I don't know you and you walk up behind him and like slap him in the balls. I might slap you. Even <laughs> if it's like your shit you guys do and you guys gay chicken each other. I don't like when men are hard to each other's balls. <laughs> it's not funny yeah. to me. I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> Man. I've had, <laughs> I've had instances where we would go to weddings, right? And men would get super drunk. And I don't know if it's all cultures, but there's a moment of time where everyone's going home, but these men become super drunk and they put these sad songs on and they start hugging on each other and like kissing on each other's cheeks. And sometimes you'll like see like, whoops, someone kissed somebody on the mouth and whoops, another one kissed somebody on the mouth there. And I'm just like, what is going on? I don't know if it happens in anybody else's culture, but uh, it's happened in Albanian culture a few times, and I just always wondered about that, you know? That doesn't sound familiar to me. Uh, well, uh, um, yeah. I did. I knew a couple of gay little twink dudes, and every time we'd be at parties or whatever, and all the dudes would get wasted, the gay little twink dude, at first they'd start picking on them. <laughs> and then there'd be one guy who'd start picking on the gay dude a little longer and a little harder. And then he, by the time he got drunker, he's all up against the wall with the dude like, oh, you're so gay. I bet you won't kiss me right now. <laughs> 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 and all his other buddies are like, yeah. And everybody seems to know it. Like, oh, yeah, when Tommy gets drunk, he gets gay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Only on tequila, though. <laughs> There's this guy. Oh my god! I, I'm not gonna say his name, but I think he got like seven vaccines, and now he's God help him. But he's in a wheelchair. He's not doing so well, and I don't know. He's not doing well. But anyway, every time that guy came in, he's with his woman. A couple tequila shots in, like total not not with this woman anymore like all with the guys at the bar and trying to feel up on all the guys in the bar and like, i mean the woman seven so shots he just like getting poked oh yeah a, yeah yeah i'm just like wow and then i'm like oh she's probably a pegger 
It makes sense. <laughs> I swear. A pegger. Yeah. Is any woman some- really a pegger? I, I think she is. If uh, she's she's a pegger. <laughs> is there anything to that aside just just pure domination? I don't know. I know, I know. I have some dudes that are into it. Like if their girl would peg them, but I don't know a lot of girls that are into it. They'll do it for their dude, but it's not their cup of tea. I know more straight women who have pegged than I know lesbians who have used strap-ons. <laughs> yeah, it's saying something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess people yeah. are just bi curious, you know. <laughs> you know, people just want to know. They just want to know. They just want to know. <laughs> it's your body. You're just like, what's this all about? Like, oh, There's so many rules. <laughs> Everybody is like, give me liberty or give me death, but no one wants to lick someone's asshole. And- <laughs> <laughs> Oh what? Sorry. No, no, vampire. Don't be sorry. It's vampire me. <laughs> I like vampire me. <laughs> I know you're getting a lot of compliments in the chat about your yeah. black hair. Yeah. Should I go black? I know. Even she was sitting here before we went on. She was like, "I may have to pop these teeth out." <laughs> um, and she was like, "I li- I think I like black." Yeah, I used to be black, but I'm like. I don't know. Anyway, doesn't matter. Blood. 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 Back to the blood. Can I do the blood sign? Abby, you actually look like a uh, Anne Rice character. Good. <laughs> Those are my favorite. That was your favorite? Yeah. I read every one of the books. I actually went to sleep today. I took a nap today watching documentaries on the bloods. <laughs> Like oh, the blood yeah, because Layla just said I'm gonna do the blood. Like she was. I like, used to go to school with the bloods and the Crips and the Latin Kings, and oh my god, my high school was right across the street from Queens Projects, and I made friends with everybody because I did not want to be a punching bag in school. So I made friends with everybody, and then I became a rebel. It was fun. Who was the coolest gang? <laughs> you had to have joined one. Honestly, Crips. I don't know why. Because of the walk. It was. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I it was know. the first TikTok dance. <laughs> I don't know. I can't choose. But I don't know because. They were like the same, but they were just different. Tupac was a blood. Yeah? Cardi and he was B. from the West Side? Cardi B was a blood. She yeah. is a blood. Yeah. I started Did looking you... up famous bloods. Hmm. Cardi B. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. I'm scared, y'all. That was There's part this... of our um, MK Ultra with coronavirus. She was right there with the people falling out in the street to like push the narrative as the NBA shut down. There's an interesting rap song about a blood member um, and his, his initiation and what he had to do. And that song is one of the most deepest, saddest, most tragic songs that you'll ever listen to. 
but it pretty much talks about his initiation and how they go up to this lady, take her up to a roof, um, cover her head. They cover her head first, and then uh, the initiator comes, and they see this lady's head covered. They rape her, um, and then they ask her to shoot her, and then they pull the cover off her head, her head, and it apparently was his own fucking mother. True story. I don't even know what happened. I just heard was his mother. <laughs> well, no. So <laughs> like why the trauma in my head. It just... was his mother. So like a blood's initiation <laughs> and what he had to do. <laughs> it was like the and, uh, Tonight's uh, episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. If you put in blood 15, you get a film. <laughs> <laughs> I was the Manscaped. They're a Manscaped yeah. ad. <laughs> Yeah. I would do a manscape sponsorship. I've I am always cutting my hair. <laughs> I look at those oh, things shit. and I'm like, ah, oh, that looks actually handy. Yeah. Okay, we don't have to get off topic. Back to the blood. <laughs> blood. I want to suck your blood. Um, so you said have you ever drank blood before? And I, you suck your blood if you cut yourself. You guys do that. I don't that. think that counts though. That's just normal. I mean like like for example, I never did this, but I, but I've been hunting with people before, and they'll get a kill and they'll drink like the fresh blood from their kill, like mm -hmm. a full like a shot glass usually, like they'll have a shot glass on them to specifically do that. And then even in the military, there was some guy. Uh, this was really weird, but there was a guy that got in a lot of trouble for this. But he went to Germany, and I guess he got hooked on blood sausage. And when mm -hmm. he came back to the states, there's just nowhere to like get it and i guess he didn't have access to like uh any of the quality butchers to like make his own long story short the dude ends up making his own blood sausage with his own blood and was eating it because he said that he just had developed this taste for it but he That's got in a crazy. lot of trouble he got what? i'm pretty sure he got article 15 for that well see i think i brought this the whole up wendigo thing like the whole wendigo mythology what's that like, the Wendigo is like it's it's a Native American concept of like if you drink the blood which the Bible tells you you're not to drink blood, like you're not to eat blood, period. And it says it a lot. Um, but the Wendigo is a Native American, you know, like monster, but basically like you can become a Wendigo by drinking blood. And when you drink human blood, then you have a thirst for it. So it's almost like um, you get a craving. Like, there's a movie called Ravenous, and it's all about it. It's really good. You guys should watch it. But, um, but yeah, they start craving human flesh is what it is. It's a cannibalistic thing. There's a condition called medical vampirism, and it's and it's when people actually develop a taste for blood, and they they start to like crave the iron in it and some of the other parts. You just look it up, medical vampirism. It's like an actual legitimate diagnosis that people can come down with. I think I brought this up the other day about um, how or what effects do animals have on each other when they're hunting in, in this game of a hunt. And when, some, when an animal is captured, what kind of adrenalized blood are they ingesting in the moment because like the cycle that we don't really talk about yeah we talk about adrenochrome but adrenochrome is a real thing in nature as a natural thing is in its natural process so 
Are we missing something even in our diet that we feel so weak and so poor? Even with hunting, we don't even hunt our food anymore. So it's like, are we there's, missing something? There is something to that. Like the I was just reading the Maasai didn't have any um, the Maasai tribe. Uh -huh. Yeah, they're like the average height is like six three, right? Mm -hmm. And their diet was all uh, meat, raw milk, and blood. And they like didn't have Joe Rogan's. <laughs> yeah, and they they didn't have heart disease. They didn't have any of these things until the Western diet was introduced. Yeah. And I mean, they're still trying to stay as far away out of Western culture as possible. There's still some of them, but. You know, it just happens, you know. We integrate. Can't help it. The Bible says that your life force is in your blood. So that's why you're not to drink animal blood or human blood. Like, it's, it's t consuming their life force. I mean, in the sense of, like, you're eating meat. Let's say you're hunting your own meat. You're going to have blood in it. And regardless. Okay. The blood yeah. that's in the meat is okay. But to consume the blood specifically like to drink it or whatever that or make blood sausage and stuff like that that's actually considered like one of the one of the big things you're not supposed to do so even in the new testament when when they change the dietary restrictions from you know you can't eat pork you can't eat you know all these other things the one thing that they stood true on was you're not supposed to drink the blood how do you think they'd feel about gummy worms <laughs> They're good. Because the gelatin. I mean, I, yeah, legitimately because of the gelatin, but also just like, um, like if you if you went back and you were like, all right, here's a gummy worm, here's the ingredients, here's how it's made, and then here's blood. Like, which one of these is good or bad? I guess they'd just be like both of them. You're not allowed to have yeah, either. They're both unclean. Yeah. So, having growing up in the church i was thinking you probably thought this first was the power in the blood power in the blood right yeah. Oh, yeah. like i remember like the first time going to some service that was like you know there's regular i grew up in like baptists and methodists and then lutherans and then there my stepdad was catholic going to the catholic church and then doing the whole eucharist thing I remember, remember going like, oh, they fucking, really, it's really blood. Like, yeah, remember dude. being a little kid, like, dude, it's blood. Like, they're really saying it's blood. <laughs> Just being tripped. You know what's, I don't know. I'm not saying to condone drinking blood, but the idea, the idea of like, having life force in there and how people used to hunt their own food and whatever that we used to like take a bite out of the heart as a gift you know tribes used to do all kinds of crazy shit what if there's something to that that gave humans something and i'm talking about animals i'm not talking about humans you know hunting whatever even a fish some people fucking take and just chomp on a fish sometimes you know it's there has to be something there that they're so adamant about that they don't want people to do that. And I'm not saying it's good or bad reason. It probably is for good reason. But what if it's a reason that they are not telling us? You know, like everything else they lie about. 
I mean, that's because I, I, I don't believe anything anymore. Like, fuck these motherfuckers. I want to figure it out myself now. Like, <laughs> like, do I, do I want to take their word for it anymore? Like, I know I'm what have they been truthful about? So my thought on it is okay. So, like a deer. If I drink a deer's blood that I just killed, I'm going to consume and take into me a part of the deer spirit. So, you know, so there is power in that. Mm-hmm. Um, same with a cow, same with whatever you're you're killing or, you know, consuming. You're going to take in a part of that animal. It is their life force, and you're taking it into your life force. So, um, because that's the whole concept of the Wendigo. So if I were to drink your blood, then all of a sudden I have your life force. So I have mm-hmm. not only my strength, I have yours as well. So isn't that like... But Isn't that, that sense, a natural thing? And it's almost cannibalism. Like mm-hmm. it, it's it's an addiction. It becomes an addiction because it's a power that isn't your own. But it's a natural. It's a nature. It's a nature. Nature does it, and like we're part of nature. We're in this like circle of life or the food chain or whatever the fuck it is. Like, I don't or know. what would be the difference of like you're not allowed to drink blood? Then am I a bigger sinner because I like my meat rare? There's, and you cook no. here as well. No, you know what I mean. Blood like inside the meat, you can't take it all out. It's more that you can't. You're not supposed to. Um, like what? Like what if you had a juicy steak and you just like drained all of the blood from the cooked steak or like off the plate into a shot glass and then just drank that? That that would be that like would the unclean it. version. Yeah. But if you soaked it up with a piece of bread and ate the bread, then that's fine. Well, that <laughs> would be the body. That was a, another thing. In or like Beef Wellington, right? Where it's coated in bread, so all the, the juice gets caught by that bread, so you're still eating it, but it's not in like a direct form of it. Yeah, Or steak tartare where you're eating there's it an raw. amount that they consider clean and unclean. Hmm. Who's they? Would it the Jews, also be... Because these are all Abrahamic religions. Like they're, They all kind of follow the same guidelines. Moses. So that's when they... Uh, <laughs> To make a cow kosher, they bloodlet it, like hang it almost upside down, stab it in the neck, and drain the blood out. To the ground, you're supposed to let it go to ground. Yeah, and so um, Michael back to the period to the ground and the Mm -hmm. tent in the ground. The blood's supposed to go to ground. Supposed to go to ground, but we're not doing that at all with any of our our rituals. We're not doing anything natural anymore. We're doing everything controlled how they want us to do it. It's not nothing we do is natural human nature at all. Like we don't even get our own food. We don't even hunt anymore. Like we don't shit in the ground anymore or bleed in the ground and we don't do any of that. Could your blood be your most powerful data? Yeah. Sure. They want it all the time. Oh, here's a blood sample. We need a blood sample. We need a blood sample. <laughs> <laughs> See the teeth, they make you so annoyed at life. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> You're like said that I'm a thousand years old since the show started. By the end, I'm gonna be six thousand years old. Now I start like, I'm getting thirsty. I'm about to open my vial and stuff. In the comments, Michael said that it's not blood in the steaks; it's interstitial fluid from the steak. So it's not quite blood; it's fluid. Yeah, there's blood in there. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> it's blood, but it's not all blood. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's so interesting. All the like little uh 
the the hairs the hair splitting that we in religions or with sinning so that we it's not a sin it's all god matter it's all it's all the same it's all god like didn't isn't it one or all the same like what is so different between that and that like why are we like this is do you see what i'm saying it's like they're labeling all these things but it all comes from one source right <laughs> maybe but then there's also like if i want to bathe in a pool of thrill oxide that might not be exactly not a good idea as yeah a hunter like biting into the heart of a fresh kill that's true and that's, that's true cool, but it doesn't like, mean it's all good <laughs> well like the yulin dog festival in china uh they prefer to have dogs from a house that are raised and loved instead of, you can look it up, it's like the lychee meat festival. Um, instead of raising dogs in captivity and then skinning them alive, they find that the dogs produce more fear and um, adrenaline if they're loved and coddled first. So they get a better result if they steal dogs all throughout the country than if they just raise the dogs to yeah. do this too. I did mean like, what's the difference between blood and meat? Like it's the same matter. It's like flowing through it. Like what's the difference? Blood, meat. It's one and the same. It comes from the same The meat vessel. doesn't steal alive, the blood does. The blood is the one that transports the oxygen and nutrients. So the blood is different. But the blood is a muscle. You get the oxygen and the blood. It's not a muscle. It's it's a fluid. The muscle, I'm saying, Has gets blood, in it. blood and oxygen in it. Right. You know? Yeah, it's trans yeah, because you have like eighty thousand. So what's blood the difference of blood vessels between body, meat but- and blood? Fluid. There is it's Abby. When you said that, that was one of the things I found. There's sixty thousand miles of blood vessels in one human body. Between sixty and eighty thousand. Yeah, that blew my mind. That's why I got into the Wim Hof method because you those each have a micro muscle, each blood vessel. So the cold works those micro muscles. That's why people have heart disease because we're never cold anymore we're never Hmm. cold anymore we have heating in our houses and heating in our cars and so we never have to be uncomfortable i'm always cold abby (laughs) not enough my feet too be hot all the time so start taking cold showers then all of a sudden you're hot all the time so what's happening if we're we're doing well, this is probably a discussion for another time, but what's happening if we're do, we're acclimated to heat much more than the than the cold, it works like the extreme heat? So the cold, the um, same. Might, it probably would constrict the blood vessels as well. Mm-hmm. I think so. It's about it's about constricting those little capillaries. They're micro muscles. They don't get any work unless they're actually actively like uncomfortable. From heat or cold. I remember hearing this as uh, discussed as like having thin blood or thick blood. Like if you were from up north and you had thick blood, and if you were down yeah. south, you had thin blood. 
I, being a person that has moved from like Florida to Michigan and then from Michigan to Los Angeles and then Los Angeles to Oregon, I've done this like X of my body and temperatures. And I will say that I, the living in cold climate definitely thickens your blood after a while where you get more comfortable, comfortable. And then being in Florida, like I got Florida for Florida blood. I am from Florida. It's just a, a weird phrase, though, right? Yeah, like, I got that thick blood. Because it's not like it actually like coagulates or anything, yeah. right? It's just. It's really that your blood vessels are more conditioned. Because if you put your hand in a bowl of ice water or hold up an ice cube in your hand like this, it's going to get uncomfortable after like 10 seconds, you know? But if you condition yourself to it and you put do a, bu a bowl of ice water and you put your hand in it and you submerge it, it's going to be really, really painful. You're going to feel the pain go all the way up your arm because all those blood vessels are going to constrict. So that way the cold, the cold doesn't go to your heart. But if you can keep your hand in there and breathe through it, all of a sudden all those blood vessels will relax and you'll feel the cold, but it'll feel like actually comforting and it quiets a part of your brain. Like it turns on wow. the reptilian part of your brain. And it doesn't hurt anymore. And you start doing the ice baths with your hands. All of a sudden, if you have cold hands and feet and you do this, you, you won't have cold hands and feet in the winter at all anymore. It goes away. It's like you, you're training those muscles and you're training your body to realize it's not going to fucking die. Hmm. So. Interesting. I always wondered how people can like go through that for a period of time. I'm just like, hell no, I can't. <laughs> I don't think I have it in me to do that. I love pushing my body to extremes. So like when I hear that somebody else can do something and I can't do it, then I want to do it. Yeah. I'm not I there. I don't like yet. being cold. I don't <laughs> like being cold. Don't get me wrong. But I did do ice baths in my backyard. My neighbors probably thought I was crazy. I did it for like a whole winter a couple of years ago and it was awesome. Really? Yeah. It's the quietest your brain will ever be. Huh. If you want to turn off every thought in your head. Ice bath. Because mm -hmm. all you can bath. do is sit there and be in the moment. You can't sit there. I'd be like, I want to get out. It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> you breathe through it. It's cold, but you breathe through it. And like all of a sudden your brain shuts off and you can do it longer than you think. Really? Oh, my God. And then you, then you get out and it's your skin is hot. What? Mm -hmm. I guess it's your body. It. You're not realizing your body is like heating itself up in that cold water. And when you come out, you're just like, what you the fuck? Put off heat. It's wild. Holy shit. Um, not a wild change of topic, but I was going to ask you, Abby, about um, the Eucharist and like... Uh, what you thought about um, transubstantiation where like the blood and body and it becoming the Christ to eat it or what your whole thoughts are of that? Well, that's like, what, is it cannibalism? That's like, what I was talking about. That's what freaked me out going to the, the uh, Catholic church. Like, that they think it, it is the body of Christ. It is the body of Christ. Like yeah, it's not a metaphor. It's, it's literal. It's not a metaphor. Yeah. And so yeah. they'll actually put it up on the altar. They can actually, they'll actually put, you know, the Eucharist up on the altar. You can just go and look at it, you know. Um, and, yeah, it's the body of Christ sitting right there before you. So it's so 
I don't know. It's so weird, isn't it? Well, I, that was what I grew up in was Roman Catholic, and it was never weird to me, I guess, because it was the right, only thing that I had ever known. I, I got the opposite. I remember going to like a like a Protestant or a Baptist service later on in life, and I was like, these people aren't taking it serious and, at all. They're drinking grape yeah. juice and watching movies. You know what I mean? Like, where Maybe where's the where's like the zombie juice? Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's taken so seriously that you're not like once the Eucharist turns into the body and once the wine turns into the blood, you're not allowed to throw that out or or get rid of it. Like you have to consume it, or it's usually the priest and the, like the altar boys. Mm-hmm. So like you don't pour any of it down the drain or anything because that would literally be like pouring Jesus's blood down the drain, which would be, you know, like the ultimate sign of disrespect, I guess. Crazy. So again, here's another uh, example of us not being able to pour blood down a drain. Like, but here our periods were just like, that goes in the landfill. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So wild. Like it so far, it's like no religion that we found. Back to the period thing, because I wanted to bring it up when we were talking about that. Like the also the magic part of that. Um, Juan from One on One podcast, you know, and the, the homunculus. That was another thing you could create a homunculus with is your period blood. Oh wow! Yeah. So. The only thing, some parts of the homunculus get uh, I, like wishy-washy because it's like, oh, is that just a man having a baby? And then it's like, oh, no, an egg makes a baby for a woman, but her period blood, now this makes a homunculus. Like, yeah. this is a whole different thing. But really, a period mm. of blood is tissue, right? It's discarded tissue. So is that like the... It's the, the lining of your uterus. Yeah. It's what up, donut? It's it's like the um web, the electrical mm-hmm. web. That's all I could think of. The tree, the veins, or I guess the casing of it. I don't know. Well, there's also multiple types of homunculi, right? Because like the like the the Aristotelian homunculus is when you believe that the sperm has little tiny like men in it, and you just have to kind of foster them and and feed them almost like little sea monkeys right but then there's also like alchemical homunculi which i think is leaning more towards what juan was talking about in these cases and this is when you make just weird concoctions of biological material bury it underground usually put like animal feces on top of it you let it like sit there for a certain amount of time under certain types of full moons but all of this is kind of metaphorical in some ways because you're talking like the the fecal matter usually that you put on top of this that represents like the cycle of of birth and rebirth because you understand that that came from something else dying but then it's also going to give like nutrients so it's almost like you're fertilizing your little your little guy i like the joke but kind of like what cheney was saying is just like lonely old dudes in the woods that don't want to find a girlfriend or a wife but they still want to have some kind of progeny or someone to help with chores so they just whipped up an idea of like i'm gonna make a little guy and i don't need no woman to do it you know Here's my and yeah i'll just i'll just go outside here behind the shed and put some bone. crap on top of it and check back in a month and maybe i'll have someone that'll mow the lawn original incel original incel. Yeah, i mean you're not you're not Go wrong, to the shit club 
a lot of a lot of the alchemists were like vehemently you know not just misogynist but like anti-woman like they were like a score on the earth you know they were evil personified um is there was a question asked like are periods being related to like moonstration or moon cycles um and they like were making a joke but if poop is gold um are your periods silver but is there something about our blood that is silver or is you know we know there's a lot of medical properties in it there's we gold don't know what's in menstrual period copper Oh, like Abby is even saying too, like somebody mentioned the liquid that's actually in the meat is different than blood. It's a different kind of blood. Is our menstruation a different kind of blood mm -hmm. than if yeah, we cut ourselves? It's yeah, it's tissue. It's not the same type of blood. So we're not actually cutting ourselves. So, huh. Can I wonder you drink what that sin free. That's what I was wondering. That was going to be my next oh. question. I don't know. Like, Anne Rice really goes into it in the interview with the vampire books, the whole men menstrual blood being different. <laughs> what does Anne Rice say? Oh, well, Lestat comes back in Memnock the Devil for meeting the devil and, and meeting God, actually. He meets Jesus. And when he comes back, there's this highly Catholic virginal girl, and she's on her period. <laughs> he totally is hungry, so he licks her. He licks her pussy, so... And it was like normally they don't drink on like that blood because it's tissue, but he was hungry. It was interesting. Was that better or worse than eating rats? <laughs> it was. I think it was better. <laughs> I think it was way better. Because Lestat seems so homo, like he's so even. <laughs> he just had a homo vibe to him, and so was that, was that just a Tom Cruise vibe? <laughs> Yeah. True. True. That's why I thought it was Tom Cruise's best role. He was made for it. <laughs> Iron is the main metal in period blood, or maybe they're not telling us something. So it is an iron fe mm -hmm. on the Fe. so hmm. so bloody a bloody male is a female. Like that one bleeds. <laughs> <laughs> that well, male, male bleeds. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Man. Burm, burm, burm. <laughs> oh, that's what that's what you should start humming anytime your girls are period. <laughs> Why are you humming Iron Man? Nothing. Nothing. Um, I've seen a blood ritual in front of me, but not like a blood sacrifice. But um, it was a spell, a blood magic spell to have someone dream about you and instantly want to reach out to you and speak to you type of spell to kind of like call to them, you know, like really get like send a message that you're calling out to them and through blood magic and they will respond. And it was fucking mind blowing. Honestly, and this was how many years ago? A time without cell phones. I was really young. We, you know, no, no texting or none of that. Um, and I was overseas, and I'm not going to say who it was, but um, I want a name. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for. We want a name. 
And then what if you said it and I'm like, welcome to the show, Albert. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to call her. I don't know what it to was call a lady. her. It was a lady. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Um, so anyway, pretend this is a cigarette, right? And this is where you light it. Okay. And this is the filter. Okay. So what she did was she pricked her middle finger with a pin and she let the blood draw out and she took the pin and dabbed the blood on the needle and took the cigarette and turned it over and started writing the name of whoever she wanted with her blood on there in capital letters, each letter on there. And she filled the whole entire cigarette up with the name. So and she said something before she lit the cigarette. She said, I remember this part. And she said some other parts, but I don't remember that. I was really young. But she said, how this cigarette is lit, I hope so-and-so lights up for me. And she repeated that three times with some kind of other mantra, lit the cigarette, but the first light that she took, she had to inhale the entire letter of the first letter and hold that in, think about him, and let it out. Don't take another hit. Take a whole, uh, as soon as you're taking the next hit, you have to take the entire letter up until you finish the entire name and let the cigarette burn all the way till the very end catch the ashes put it under your pillow or whatever i tell you she finished this ritual five minutes later her fucking husband calls the landline of the house and he's all the way in fucking can't say because then i'll give it away but all the way in west bumblefuck states i mean countries away hey babe I miss you. What are you doing? I've had a dream about you. Yada, yada, yada. And everyone's just there like, what the fuck? And everyone wanted to do it. So everyone started to do it. And I'm just like watching. I did not do it. I did not participate in that because I was like, this is weird. (laughs) Y'all are weird. Would that work with like a Marlboro Ultralight or do you need like a special cigarette for it any, to work? Any cigarette, as long as you're inhaling the blood. If you have an American spirit, the, the letter takes so long to smoke, you're like, oh, well, oh, that's what God. I was thinking too. Yeah. What if you got like an unfiltered American spirit? Like you're just getting stoned off of the back <laughs> at that point. You have a Virginia Slim and you're like, but then you gotta write on it with that yeah Yeah. tiny little Virginia (laughs) slip with my shaky hands (laughs) those capris those were like those little itty bitty ones I think she used a marble light that's what she used I believe yeah because that's what they all smoked out there are Um, vampires sexy I love vampires I think they're attractive I, I think it would be like banging a corpse, which is gross. Cold. Yeah. What? Cold. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, when you guys put it like that. I was thinking about this, <laughs> too. Claiming. Like, I was thinking, like, how it would be, like, cold. And then I was like, well, your, does your hair grow anymore? Like, you don't age anymore. So do you just get stuck with the same hair immediately after death oh yeah so because, because your your tissue dies right yeah but it doesn't the, i just thought like that corpses. was a wives tale like really that was just like we're losing all of our moisture and it sinks in so that little bit that pushes it out is, right. okay. yeah it looks like it grows but Maybe, i don't know i was just wondering all these like different facts of like okay if i were a vampire 
Um, like you have to turn someone. If you turn them, they're like your creation. You love them more than you love your children. I'm like, oh, that seems more commitment than a marriage. Like I don't, I won't, I'll be like the most non-committal vampire. I'll never turn anyone. And then I was thinking like, I wouldn't ever really want to kill people. I would just have to make arrangements. But you could be a superhero if you were a vampire. Like everything a vampire has. I know everything that a vampire can do, so many superheroes can do. So if you really just figured out like with a city, like, hey, mayor, I'll keep your city safe. It'll save you on tax money. You got to figure out the blood thing for me. That's like, what I don't I mean know how about... it's going to work. But if Charles fucking Manson can get a cult of women to follow him, I can get girls that will let me feed on them. Or boys. <laughs> I won't be... that's what i mean about being attracted to like i find them attracted because of the qualities that they had they're so mysterious they're old they're they're wise they have all this wisdom and knowledge and i'm just like pineal like you know human and i don't think of it like (laughs) fucking of course (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> but that's what it like, is. Because if I were a vampire, that's not how I would look at it. Like, I would look at it, it's like, oh, my kind, you know? But <laughs> oh, I'm not a vampire, God. and I don't know if they're real. Was Vlad the Impala real? Was he a vampire? <laughs> when you said it, I pictured a dude in an Impala, like, <laughs> <laughs> the Impala, pack the cat, better pack. Vlad, the Impala. Vlad, the Impala. Yo, pulling up. Vlad, the Impala here. I'm Thomas. What do you know about Vlad? Not a whole lot, actually, because he's not, he wasn't an American, so I didn't care too much about him until (laughs) fairly recently. (laughs) Say Romanians. I'm honestly, I'm, I'm more on like, you know, Hillary Clinton being the modern Vlad, the Impaler. I feel like that name vampire came from Albanians and they're hiding that because in Albanian, the word for vampire is vampir with a, with a, a the, like the the. And thumb means teeth and pir means drinking. So it's the <clears throat> drinking teeth. That's where like it came from. Vampir. Thumb. Peer, peer, drink, thumb, teeth. So, um, it's it's a very Balkan idea. Like, there's myths on it in Albania about like, um, you being a an unknown feeder to a vampire. That like you'll have a vampire target you, and they have stories of this in the Balkans. You can do research on this, and you could be a target of a vampire and not know it, and they'll come and feed on you at night, and you'll have like random. Like little looks like mosquito bites or tick bites or whatever, but they were what they thought to be um, vampira vampires, actual real vampires existing in the Balkans. Mm-hmm. I've heard so many stories, like not just you know. Oh, here, let me tell you a little story. To what about garlic? Them. Have you heard the backstories on garlic? What is it? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask because 
I'm hoping you would know because I know I, I, I read about it recently, but I I can't remember off the top of my head. But that like either garlic was like substituted later on and it was wrong, which always made me think like maybe <laughs> real vampires swapped out the formula or swapped out some of the the remedies and it's like they're not really scared of garlic but they were scared of some other element i know garlic does it make your blood taste weird this is what i was else i was thinking about this vampire thing because you know we know with all the anti-microbial all the anti like all the good properties of garlic so it and we know if we eat garlic, we smell away like the next day. Onions will do the same thing. All the plants that kind of grow like that will do something to us that makes our blood smell weird or make us sweat weird. Mm -hmm. So I was wondering if foods would, you know, they'll like, if you eat pineapple, it'll make your semen taste sweet. You know, they say this kind of stuff. <laughs> so I was wondering, like, if you ate a bunch of oranges, would they be like, would vampires be like, ah, I love that citrus blood. Or if like garlic, they're like, ugh, Italians <laughs> eat so much garlic that Italians taste the worst of vampires. That's what that. I was thinking, because garlic doesn't exist in every culture. So um, if they're like, oh, I want a, you know, different kind of blood. But then I was also thinking blood types. If like typically uh, I think it's O positive is uh, the most the world, you know, blood type, yeah. uh, most common blood type. And it's usually the indigenous people of a place, which usually is the darkest person of a place, like a lot of the darker skin people so i was wondering like is that a better blood for a vampire because then it's like that melanin mix or does one have nothing to do with the other like i was like this is the shit i think about like i try to give science on a creature that we don't even know is real that i'm like if i were a vampire like is a b negative blood the sweetest because it's the least on the planet so i thought but then there's this other blood type called a golden blood type that only like 47 people on the whole planet have it. And of the 47 people that have it, only like nine of the people give blood. Or what about blood that has never been ever, ever, ever tainted through vaccinations and poisons? What about that type of blood? And sex? Oh, they were already eaten. So, but then it's, it's like parents. So it's like, you know how we're like, if you're seven years of organic farming, um, if your parents are unvaccinated and then you are also unvaccinated, is that extra sweet? Wait, are we saying scientists? that getting a vaccination mean... might prevent vampires? Well, no, I'm saying <laughs> like the pureness of food. the blood. Yeah, like so, like they won't want me if I if I get a like shot. USDA right? Prime. Okay. <laughs> if I'm wrong, there was some, uh, I'm, there was some futuristic vampire movie where people were getting sick because all the blood, blood was tainted all the people were were sick you guys remember this i think so it was like a couple years ago or a year ago i don't know it's a few years ago now but it were they were like underground and they like worked for a lab i can't remember it's really vague it, some of you in the chat will probably know what i'm talking about um but going back to the whole idea of the garlic thing with cattle like and the dairy industry I, I read this in a book um like if the cows get garlic that grows wild it'll taint the taste of the butter mm -hmm. so they'll have mm -hmm. they will all they'll send all their workers out into a pasture to find every like like tooth and comb to find every instance of wild garlic growing 
because it'll taint the flavor. So that makes sense. Hmm. Because it'll ruin the whole batch of butter. Huh. There's this, I don't know. The whole batch of butter. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I like garlic. So do I. And garlic butter is good. <laughs> Here's the other thing, too. I realized about garlic is it runs through some people different. Like some people, if they eat an onion, I can smell it on them. But some people, if they eat garlic, I can smell it on them. But it's never the same. Like usually if somebody I can smell onion on them, the garlic runs through them. I don't know. It's weird. Mm. I can eat just cloves of garlic and people can't smell it on me. Mm. So were you saying like you feel like you think like (laughs) does their blood taste like what they eat yeah like blueberry bear like the bear closest to the time right before they're about to hibernate again they just gorge on all the blueberries and so their meat actually turns like kind of a blue and then gets a sweet Uh, to it so this is what i was wondering about people yeah like uh so or are we thinking like, too practical in a way of this all together and like <laughs> I think it makes sense because what if there was like head vampires in charge and they just really liked McDonald's but they can't eat McDonald's so they just get everyone else hooked on McDonald's <laughs> and now when they eat right. us like they get like the favorite food man. they're very specific yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. what about some kind things? of chemicals that are like mm, makes us sweet tenderizes us from the inside out if I wonder mercury usually an hour later. <laughs> if you if you suck the blood of somebody with McDonald's, <laughs> you're immediately hungry again. <laughs> that was worth the calories. Guy, guy that's been eating the Chinese buffet. The only mer- metal that I can Let's think see. of like being in the blood that they use that can like really flow like blood is mercury because of its liquid state that it can be so i think mercury is something that is used all in vaccines and every single one of them probably so it is used and talking about you know moses and judaism and the moon and blood magic um i think it has a lot to do with it mercury and being the symbol isn't it the moon symbol i think mercury um moon day um right i don't i don't wait it does isn't mercury the symbol with the like little horns on it yeah i don't know what the symbol of the moon I is thought it's, but i don't I think it's, it's the moon has like i think like a hook on it and a thing i could probably pull it up <laughs> i always forget i have this thing in front my of me my brain doesn't brain sometimes you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, you just put me to work. Hold on. I, I My- think I can do that. Oh, that's what we're doing here right now. <laughs> I, was, I was looking up some of my notes on vampirism. And there's actually something here about Balkans that I that I glossed over previously. But since we were talking about that. Hmm. Uh, so, so, so my note here is in 1645, there was a Greek librarian that worked under the Vatican. His name was uh, Leo Alatius, I think. And uh, he basically documents vampires in the Balkans, and he calls them Re- 
Colicas or something like this. And the work I also can't pronounce. It's like De Grecorum, Hode Quanorum. And it's basically um, on certain modern opinions among the Greeks. And he talks specifically about a guy in 1656 named Jury Grando, who was basically in modern day Croatia. And he was rumored that he became a vampire after dying. And this was the first documented vampire in known historical records in 1656. And then there was another one in 1725, uh, a Serbian guy named uh, Peter Blagjevic, and he was known to have turned into a vampire and killed nine villagers. And this was the first documented case of basically like vampire hysteria. And, and one of the versions of that story is that after he does this, he returns back to his house and he kills his own son and drinks his blood and eats his flesh. Um, and I guess this story was picked up by Voltaire uh, during the Enlightenment and he passes the story around. And this is like Voltaire might have had like a huge hand in making vampires part of popular culture today. Probably. Yeah. Hmm. Crazy. I'm telling you, there's some weird shit in the Balkans. They, they have dragons, they have vampires, um, all kinds of shit out there. <laughs> Crazy what do stuff. Think about hemophilia, though, and the royal family. Because really, hemophilia, hemo is blood. Philia, it means love. It literally means blood love. Huh. That's what they do. They cherish their bloodline. Diseases usually philia. That's weird. That's usually not, you know, I mean, the etymology. Almost like they've turned it on. Because if you look around the time, because um, isn't it Rasputin with the, that's where we hear this hemophilia and this stuff come into our zeitgeist really heavily. Um, that would be like around this great reset time that instead of us being like, oh, they all drank blood. They were all blood lovers. No, no, no. They were hemophiliacs. Like their blood didn't clot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. you're right. Hemophiliac, typically, if you were a filiac of something, um, you're a lover of it. You're yeah, not, it's not. You know, a, that's not how we name diseases, generally speaking. Mm. Like, yeah, that's that is not interesting. A, a root word that we would use for a disease. And it's just weird that it like okay. So, a father who has hemophilia won't pass it on to his son. He'll but he'll pass the carrier gene to every one of his daughters. Like they will always get it. And um, it's just weird because they have this low factor eight in their blood, which I learned about only because my daughter has low factor eight. And um, what's low factor eight? Factor eight, and the, and it's weird because they don't number it with a the, they Roman number it with Roman numerals. So mm -hmm. it's factor v i i i um i don't know it's just what makes your blood clot i guess it's the clotting factor interesting yeah so people with low factor eight either have classic hemophilia or they have what they call van will van willebrand syndrome which i thought was weird um but that one's opposite like that one affects men and women because hemophilia generally just affects boys you know or men but he like women can be boys to men, but but boys. To, sorry, BBC, <laughs> ABC, BBD, East Coast family. Mm -mm. But have you guys ever seen the royal family like bloodline, like <laughs> like starting with Queen Victoria and how it passed all throughout the family? 
and it ended up in like the Spanish, the the Russians, all of it because you know they they send their princes and princesses to other countries, so they become the sovereigns of these other countries, and then they all have hemophilia. Have mm. you seen that? Mm-mm. Let me pull up. I have too many tabs open because I pulled it up so I could show you guys the. I think I was what you running... call exogenic uh, dynasties is when you send your kids off to foreign lands to rule. Like um, Megan and Harry's kid will be here when it becomes the president. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if they count. <laughs> I think that was more of Harry just like seeing a product that he liked on the TV and he was like, someone buy me that. They said Prince William did the same thing. He uh, liked Britney. <laughs> And then he, which always, there's always a Britney. Um, he liked Britney, but he also liked Lauren Conrad from The Hills. And uh, he, like, uh, tried to date her, and she didn't really want anything to do with it. So he got Kate, his wife, who looks just like Lauren from The Hills. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm filling space until Abby shares her screen. <laughs> well, I want to pull up more than one, so I'm gonna. Um, so it's taking me a second because I oh, okay. the wrong browser. So hold on, the wrong browser. Yeah. Um, when I was thinking of Blood Two, like the first movie scene that came to my mind was um the girl in the water at the beginning of Jaws. Uh, mm. if Jaws one where she gets pulled around the very first shark attack. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh the weird part about that scene is I don't remember what like her femur bone or her hip, whatever happened in the water, it really broke a bone in her body. So all that trauma and pain and screaming is entirely real. That's the only take. And they used it for the movie. And so every time I think of that scene and I watch it, it horrifies me because I know she actually has a broken something huge going on. This is like Milo and Otis all over again. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that to me, Milo and Otis. (laughs) They lost like like three or four uh, doubles on that. No, I have to like turn a little switch okay. down here and then it goes fling. Can you see it? Yes. Okay. So this starts with Queen Victoria um, and and Edward, okay? But then it goes into the Queen Victoria that we know who married Prince Albert and she was a carrier. So the circle with the circle that's half green is a female that's a carrier. A yellow circle is a normal female. Normal male is a red, a uh, yellow square, and a hemophiliac male is a green square. So it goes into all their children, and you can see that she had two females that were carriers and one that Leopold was a hemophiliac. But you can see like how it's passed on through all these different generations, and you can actually see where the um, where cousins married too. Um, and passed on to both two of their three sons were hemophiliacs. So it's kind of interesting. Um, can you see this this one now? Yeah. Okay. So here's a like picture example. If you zoom into that screen, yeah. So imagine... 
I don't know. It's just so wild to me because you don't really hear about that condition except in the lore of the royals. Yeah. Not that it doesn't happen in the world, but it doesn't really though. seem prevalent as it it's does. It's in my in family. My grandpa was a uh, hemophiliac. Really? Yeah, where he would like if if he cut himself and he didn't realize it, he would just keep bleeding and bleeding and bleeding until he got um they usually you get some kind of special ointment i can't remember what it's called um but i mean there's like a million ways to treat it he was on all kinds of medications for it but yeah it, it ultimately ended up not uh you know ended up contributing to his death oh wow wow because he, he just like fell he blood. fell one one night in the middle of the night and like lost a lot of blood wow Holy shit, that's scary i'm anemic really anemic i don't really know what it means <laughs> low, low iron, right? Yeah. yeah. Hello. Yeah. Oddly yeah. enough, I got low fee in my mail. <laughs> <laughs> I remember had to drink that stuff as a kid. Um, liquid iron to in this red bottle. Oh, it was not pleasant at all. But um, apparently, it's great for the thyroid to heal the thyroid. Do you have any of you had stitches? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. Yeah. Really? How do you have? How have you guys not had stitches before? I, do not have no. stitches. I don't. I don't have stitches. That's all right. Yeah. I swear. Well, actually, no. I had stitches when I had um, surgery here. Oh, hey! Um, I was going to ask you guys. That. You guys um, have malt extra right there. meat here. What? I me do. You guys all oh, have you meat right there. I have a mole right there. I did right here. No, yeah. I just got a pimple. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you can tell if you're a clone or not. <laughs> really? If you get a pimple? So I wonder if Tom is royal now. The mole. <laughs> this is so Tom's silly and shows my age a little bit, but I'm so right. old. Like Cindy Crawford was everywhere when I was growing up. She was on like every commercial, Cindy Crawford. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was also on MTV House of Style. And I remember her telling a story once of her mole right here. And the kids in school would say, hey, Crawford, you got chocolate on your lip? And I don't know why it makes me fucking laugh every time. <laughs> like like her, her big mole that became her like huge thing. That was the thing she was picked on for as a kid. Her mole. <laughs> is that usually how it is though like the thing that that makes you stand out as a kid is what makes you get ostracized yeah. and if you were able to hold on to that thing through all of that it ends up being like your superpower but for so many people it just gets beaten back down into the mold you know and it never never comes back out again yeah mm -hmm. well because reality transurfing teaches that it's a pendulum and that your pendulum you know the thing that makes you unique is what will make you popular because like people who become homogenous like i want to look just like the superstar when you look just like her you're never going to be famous because there already is her you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. so it's the one thing like jennifer gray from from um, dirty dancing dirty dancing when she had got rid got rid of her nose and then everybody made a big deal about her nose but then when she got rid of it she was like nobody who was she anymore she's still around we could probably get yeah. her as a guest on this show and no one would even know. 
it I was know, they her. Know it's her. They would just think it's a different Jennifer Grey. And yeah. most people wouldn't even know anymore that baby was Jennifer Grey. Like yeah. she's. <laughs> and it's funny because I remember watching that movie and thinking her nose was like big. And then now when I look at it, I'm like, she just looks normal. No, she's cute. She's so cute. It makes yeah. me bummed out. It makes me, me sad. Too. Like she just left. Yep. And then we never saw Jennifer Grey again. Yeah. She's even cute in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh my gosh, she's so cute. Yep. Oh, is this the sister? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay, I got it. Jennifer I got Grey. it now, yeah. <laughs> I know. Bummer. Um, yeah, I do want to talk about RH negative blood and what uh you guys think of this. This is what else I was wondering. Fall vampires or even um alien bloodlines or whatever people think my mom is a b negative and my wife is a b negative and i know it's super rare so i'm not um but i would i was wondering like what's the difference of our negative and positive rh if anyone knows <laughs> i didn't look up any of that i i some of the stuff didn't interest me. I would rather watch documentaries on the Bloods and Cribs. <laughs> I did, but I, I don't remember right now. <laughs> I did know. Which is the one that tastes like blueberry again? <laughs> <laughs> you don't find out that on, <laughs> yeah. on this meeting. <laughs> they don't tell you at the beginning of this like episode. The, the white dum-dum, the, the mystery dum-dum. Uh, one thing I thought was fucking crazy is that uh, horseshoe crabs have blue blood. I was looking up animals that had different yes. color blood. So horseshoe crabs have blue blood, and one gallon of their blood costs $60,000. And so I was like, dang, is that a lot for a gallon of liquid? What do people do with the blood? They test uh, medicine. It's it. in it. tons and tons. It's like the most valuable, unknown, and widely used ingredient in things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't like so much stuff. And so then I was like, okay, well, how much for a gallon of human blood? Do you guys have any guesses? If horseshoe crab bl blue blood costs $60,000 per gallon, how much is a gallon of human blood? Well, th this needs to be quantified because are we talking like... We have a PPO plan. Is this going through like a few different doctors and insurance companies? <laughs> or is this like, it's like I'm talking, Are we I'm, talking street price? I know a guy. I'm saying I know a guy. I'm saying I know a guy. Okay. Like Dallin, right? <laughs> By the gallon. What are your guesses of human blood if horseshoe crab blood is 60K? Mm. Mm. Not less. Because you can actually buy it from blood banks. Blood banks are actually private. And yeah, I'm not gonna actually... cheat by going on Ali Ali uh, Express right yeah. now. So I think I think you can get human blood pretty damn cheap. I think it's way cheaper. Yeah, I'm gonna say eight hundred dollars for a pint. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know the the what is that eight or Four, maybe not eight eight pints. Somebody's gonna get the gallon of blood. Whoever gets the closest without going over. <laughs> <laughs> is this right. This um, price is right. Okay. Yeah. You guys go, and then I'm either gonna please, do please, like a dollar right, over right. or under. <laughs> What's 600, the what's the 600, 
1500 per gallon. So here are some other weird liquid costs. Um, Abby, I thought you might know this one. How much is a gallon of black printer ink? I, well, we usually buy the powdered toner. I don't know. A gallon of <laughs> but black do printer ink? Do $2,700. Oh, wow. <laughs> We're on the bottom of the barrel. Okay. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. We could make printers that run on human blood and save money? That, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, mercury by the gallon. How much do you think a gallon of mercury is? Oh, that's expensive stuff. Probably like eight, one hundred and eighty thousand. Thirty four hundred. Thirty four hundred got a gallon. Really? Here's some King Cobra venom by the gallon. <laughs> you pick new friends if, if this is the, the shopping list you come out with. King Cobra venom by the gallon, one hundred and fifty three thousand dollars. Oh wow! Here's the craziest one though. Oh. Scorpion venom per the gallon, thirty-nine million dollars. Could you imagine really? how many scorpions you'd have to? But a gallon, a gallon them? of scorpion. I, like you, you get like tiny little drops out of out of the <laughs> scorpion. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I can see why. You have to go like this, like milk it. You gotta get get a <laughs> fucking gallon. Just still, God. How God. many times can you? Milk a scorpion like one scorpion. How many times? Yeah, three. I have no idea. I don't know. I didn't I'm do that much work. Yet. Not yet. We'll find <laughs> out. Hard work. Another weird. Um, for LSD, it's one hundred and twenty-three thousand a gallon for LSD, and then um, Chanel number no. five per gallon, twenty-six thousand dollars. So you can get so much more human. You can make a perfume out of human blood. And it would be cheaper than Chanel number five. Wow. <laughs> hmm. It's weird. And it smells like oh. what does blood smell like to you guys? Pennies. Does it have a smell to you? Pennies, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It tastes yeah. like pennies like too. Get, tastes like yeah. pennies when you get popped in the mouth and you bleed. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh. Pennies. What are you getting popped in the mouth for, Gordy? Why are our veins We're today? Or... <laughs> today? Did they, did they figure that one out? The whole theory of like, is our blood really blue? And then when it hits oxygen, it it turns yeah. red. And our, you know, our veins are made of blood. And that's what our cell walls are made out of. I so mean, you, like, you said you never had a um, stitches before, except for like surgery. Right, here. Yeah, right, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if, if this is just like a saying, but I know I've, I've cut myself to the point where like the blood that came out was like dark, like way darker than like just a regular service level blood that comes out. Really? Hmm. I don't know if that's arterial blood or if that's some something else, but it like yeah, it's like dark purple almost. Interesting. Or maybe that's just because I come from another planet. <laughs> no, right here when I cut myself, I have a scar right here. You can see it. Um, it was like split open, and it, I felt like it got so deep red and then almost white. Like it was like a different. A different thing started to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I look like the <laughs> elephant man. It took me like probably 30 minutes before I was like, okay, I'll show the doctor what it looks like. <laughs> I just didn't, because I knew they were going to do this, and then they did this. They were like, oh, oh no. And I knew they were going to do that. And that's what I was trying to avoid. <laughs> I always just get horrified. Like, even when I got cut open of recent, I didn't see any. Like, I laid in the hospital, and every time they came in to change my bandage or do whatever, I just turned my head. I didn't look at it. It's fine. Um, and then the last day, the doctor's like, how are you going to take care of yourself if you can't even look at this while you're here? And he's like, I think you should look at it before you leave. And I'm like, look, I'm looking. I'm looking. When I get out of here, I'm staring now. <laughs> you want to do like, a selfie with me? Yeah. yeah, sorry. I was just trying to make myself fucking comfortable. <laughs> blood. Do you guys get queasy with blood? No. Like flesh hanging out, I do, but blood, no. My uh, wife cut herself of recent, and she fainted. <laughs> Poor girl. I wonder what it is that makes certain people react that way to blood. That's me, dude. I don't even have to see it. If I go in and I have to give give blood, I like the last time I fainted, and they had to bring me apple juice. Really? Yeah. Is it just with your blood, or is it with any type of blood that you see? I didn't even see the blood. I just knew that they were taking the blood and just mm. knowing that blood was happening and that it was like being taken from me. It just made me queasy as hell. Like if, if like I remember my, my, um, my girlfriend's mom had been to the hospital and we went in, they were, they were talking about like some procedure that they were going to have to do and just them describing what they were going to do. I passed out, which I feel bad because they were like, Try and then all of a sudden it's like about me. <laughs> I felt like an asshole, but does, yeah, does like, this... that's been forever. I remember when I was a little kid and I saw the Lost Boys, and like you know, someone had like blood on them, and I got sick. <laughs> I does this topic make you feel queasy? Uh, not really. It's it's for okay, me. It's cool. like if if I have to visualize it and like for the, like the needles specifically, I can't not like see it at a microscopic level like i see the metal going into my arm like up close like i'm on like an imax theater and all i can think about is like what if i just twitched my arm right now like real fast you know what i mean and i just then i see it like breaking off and like tearing a little hole out and and just going through all those scenarios at some point i get to such an extreme that i i fucking pass myself out yeah. <laughs> i do that to myself except i make myself throw up yeah. Like I, when other people are like, oh, I'm not like everybody has a superpower, a certain sickness, whatever certain sickness, like I suck with headaches and I get migraines and I just suck, but I can throw up. Like I can just throw up and move on about my life. Like I'm quick with I it. Can't. I know it. I know other people it wrecks them. I'm like, oh, I'm a puker. Like where I'll just, and I will never throw up on anything. I always make a toilet. Like I always make a receptacle because I get in my head in a way and I know all my auras that I can just think of my belly. I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden I think of everything I ate in the day and it doesn't matter how healthy, how I think of it mixing with my stomach acid. I'm done. Like <laughs> I think of my internals working and I'm done. 
I can't. I, the thought of throwing up makes me want to cry. Like throwing up, I cry. I can't. It's like I don't like it. It's like I <laughs> I know things to make it like this is so I've done in life. Um even if you have like cold if you're like, "Oh, I'm going to be sick." I'll drink something really cold beforehand, really cold and then it's so much better. <laughs> There's actually better things to throw up. Oh, I know that. I'm a puker. I'm the girl who's like been pregnant five times and I got morning sickness every time. So, what's the best thing to throw up? Cold milk. The worst thing is popcorn. Oh, Oh, popcorn is awful. It gets stuck in your nose. Coca Cola, too. Oh, and it's chunky. Oh, man. It comes up. It scratches your throat. I had food poisoning one time uh, years and years ago. I'm like a like a real uh, like projectile vomiter. Like I don't vomit <laughs> often, but when I do, it's it's, an event, you know? it's like that's your superpower. It's gonna yeah, it's blah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real projectile um, vomiter. But I. I I really did like vomit so bad that I, it was it was so revolting. I gotta take these fucking teeth. Out. I know. Uh, I thought you were gonna choke uh, on one in a minute. I'm eating with the. <laughs> I don't know. I'm doing it. They clacking around with in my mouth. Um, but I burst the the blood vessel in my and my whole eye was like, oh, did I look up from wiping my my uh and i look up and all my oh, eye is like really blood red oh wow that's scary does that, that happen to any of yeah, you guys blood red eye like i had i went to uh i went to peru and it was i guess it was just like a, a dramatic change in altitude from fucking florida to yeah, the top of like machu picchu right but we're taking the, the plane back um, to from Cusco uh, back to wherever the hell we, we had to fly out of. And I had this like little vein in my eye and it just got fucking huge. It looked like a like a pimple in the eye. And on the plane, when we hit a certain fucking altitude, that thing just like exploded. And my whole eye was just like pure red and blood. And, and I went and looked at it and Damn. I just like immediately passed out. <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh what happened what happened and it's exactly what happened you know i low-key thought that was always cool i was like oh my god that shit's so cool like i i low-key right. wanted one when i want like a cool red eye i always thought it was just cool rub the shit out of your eye with something in it that's what <laughs> really? i mean. I my eye so bad one time that like i burst every uh, blood vessel in my eye what do you think of those so, like my green eyes with the red background it looked wild I was surfing once and uh, I came off this way. There was this dude that shouldn't even have been in this water. It was a surfing beach. All the, anyone else in the water was on boards and I didn't even see this dude. And he wasn't even on a board. He was just like lone dude, just sitting in the surf with his. And so I was coming off my board and I was just about to stand up. Like I pushed up on my board and I was about to kneel and I saw him as I was the wave crest and I was about to come down and he was like and he saw me and I tried to cut my board back and his finger went right into my eyeball Oh, and oh. I was 
like, oh, and like I grabbed my board and I just like dragged it up. It's like attached to my, you know, leg. It's just pulling up and I'm just walking up the beach and my brother's like, oh, what did you hit your head? That probably smarted. He thought we banged heads. And when I pulled my thing down, I had blood coming out of my eye. And thank goodness his finger went up into my eyeball, like yeah. hit like in here. But my whole eye was so red and black. My um, eyes like starting it like irritated. Just there was so much speed it on it. I think I was in like the sixth or seventh grade. Florida, Florida problems. <laughs> Store a lot of bath salts will be fine. What do you think that has conditions that people like cry blood or they they're so stressed that they they like force um, blood out of their pores? You ever heard of that happening? No. No. Like Ebola? There's an actual condition. I thought that was like a vaccine side effect. I thought that was like the Virgin Mary. Yeah, like the statue. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is kind of a lot of associated with that condition where um, some uh, has your, your adrenal or something, but like you're in a, such a heightened sense of uh, stress like that that you're oh, you're in like such a stress. That, yes, in exactly. The of... That's what. That's what. What did you say, Abby? Going to yeah. Do you... Jesus sweating blood. Hydrosis. Um, the night of the the night before the crucifixion, when he knew he was going to, you know, he asked his disciples to stay awake with him in in the garden of I don't know. Hematidrosis. Anyway, he he was sweating blood. He knew he was going to be crucified. Yeah. He knew it was happening, and so he was so stressed even though even though he accepted it as part of his fate he was pretty stressed and so he was literally sweating blood huh i that would be so nerve-wracking i would pass out (laughs) (laughs) you would (laughs) good to know like it's good to know these things now um if we ever are on a challenge because we would assume thomas would be the one that could handle certain things and he's like "Uh uh-uh i could honestly i won't i wouldn't say anything you would just see me pass out and then maybe come back too and i wouldn't say anything well we tried to get you to avoid it we'd be like don't show thomas Um, what else? Uh, I, I, I want to ask if anyone oh, here ever, ever did a blood oath before or like blood, like when I was a little kid, that was like the highest yeah, form of being oh, a best friend. Is you were like blood, blood brother. Yeah. I did. Tried, but when I, I was never a kid. Myself yeah, dude. Myself bleed. I don't even remember that kid's name. I did. Did you, Jamie? I did. So we've all we all have been blood brothers at some point. As even as little kids, you understand that there's like something powerful about that. Even if it's mm-hmm. fake, it's kind of not fake because you make it real. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. Ritual. Yeah, two little kids Do you cutting themselves. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I remember everyone fake. I've ever had a blood oath with, and I'm not talking like, about was, like there was some. Know, <laughs> they, they were I remember the homegirl I had a blood oath with. Like I felt like I like if I had a forty right now, she's not dead. I don't know if she's dead, but I felt like I would have been like, 
like it's i felt like i had this connection with her right now in the like i remember that home girl yeah was it my girl did they become blood brothers and my oh, girl man. that's probably where i got it from to be yeah, honest yeah. i think it was that movie was that's trauma traumatic movie yeah yeah blood brothers. my girl i think so it was in some, it was in some westerns when i was a kid like the the uh it was like an Indian thing, or Indian ritual, blood ritual, you know, before battle to bond. I don't remember. I went. That's what there Probably was like mafia some... blood oaths. Oh, yeah, that too. We call it the Kanon. What's that? It's a blood law and blood for blood. They have people who, um, let's say, for instance, my brother was killed, right? And if we mm -hmm. know the family who's responsible for it, we have the right to take um blood on their side um so there's actual like people who do not leave their house like kids who do not leave their house because of this blood law um because if they leave that kid is mm. gonna end up being dead and they have every right to kill that person like it's so they they hide in the house but the family all knows if that child goes outside and is dead and dies, you can't do nothing about it. It's a blood like, war. Who didn't clean the room this week? You're going out to get the bread. <laughs> <laughs> I have <laughs> I've heard stories though of people that like their family had to leave Sicily for whatever reason. And they have money in banks and property there, but they can't even like a grandkid can't step foot back in Sicily because mm -hmm. if anyone finds out that they're there, they'll be dead. Yeah still yeah and i'm like is this real but there's kids who are born into it and who do not leave their house ever since the day they're born and they're probably like 17 years old still not seeing school not seeing like anything not allowed to leave the house because they know they'll be dead like the hatfields and mccoys mm -hmm. crazy and you had nothing to do with it like you had you just you're born into that knowing that hey you're 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 gonna die if you go outside you know that right why <laughs> traumatic crazy yeah, just thinking about you know because another way that a, a blood oath people would you know if i make an oath to you or swear to you they would slice their hands like that and then squeeze their blood onto the ground again so it's putting the blood to the ground it's kind of mm. weird Mm -hmm. yeah we are coming to a like we have to ground out our blood somewhere yeah like we're it's not like, doing oh, it yeah. at all when it's like you're putting into a more permanent record that way too like you're becoming part of it like somewhere if there is a thing like if an attachment to this realm somewhere we stopped giving back to it it doesn't know us anymore like all other periods of time that humans ever existed, whether it be different feces or, you know, period or placentas or, you know, even the clothes we wore would deteriorate. Even everything we used would go back into the now even the plastics we use don't go back in like it doesn't know anything about us. The yeah. realm doesn't know us anymore. I've still got T-shirts from like high school. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> T-shirts. I uh, that T-shirt time. T-shirt time. <laughs> I should say right now, I have been working <laughs> on my website 
um, which I uh, I can't even take real credit for it because it has been my wife that has been working on my website. But I've even started to get some merch up on things. Some of it is just um, for my own amusement. And then some of it is actually uh, I even put this stuff on. Um, let me see. I'm gonna go, wifey, go, wifey, go, 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 go. Here, I'll go into hoodies right now and scroll down and then go over here and share screen and window. I know, but it, and they even have all different colors. Can you? Oh, wait, let me turn this on. Chink. But oh, bitch, I did the hand symbol, but does that mean I'm part of the club? No. I know. Let me see if I can go to this page now and F with it. Um, yeah, but there's all different stuff there and um, like zip ups Dope. and uh, even this, the Secret Society of Good Guys, you can get it on a hoodie or a cup or whatever. It's going to be on things. And then some of them are really uh, stupid. Like there's Red Pill AF. And I know, I don't know how to maneuver while I'm also in the screen. But um, yeah, go look at it, projectchaining.com. Love it. So check it out. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm allowed to buy stuff from my own <laughs> store. <laughs> but I, I want to get this uh, logo. I also have the gummy bears up there. So it's like earmuff your gummy bears or uh, fuck, Mary kill with the gummy bears. Where they're like, hear, hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. Um, I might get that. But I think I want the Secret Society of Good Guys. It looks good on a hoodie. It does. I like it. <laughs> a nice black hoodie. I know. Or a maroon. A blood red one. Yeah. Ox true. blood. That was my first color of Doc Martens I ever had. Ox blood. I don't know why I still don't have those shoes. I always think Ox that blood, when I see a girl. Yours were too? I had a fucking bird eat them. <laughs> really? I had that wouldn't have been my guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, we had this uh, fucking cockatiel and it, it hated me. It fucking hated me. And I don't know why it went after my shoes, but it <laughs> tore apart the leather from the, from the, uh, the uh, sole. All around the like, we made it unusable. Like fucking stupid bird. Expensive tastes. Fucking messed up my shoes. Did you guys look up? Did anyone look up anything on um, Harad? I found. I saw somebody wrote about oh, it in chat. And you know, we didn't bring up the uh, that Brian Johnson weirdo freak. Um, you know about this guy? This uh -uh. Is the guy who has his he. He takes his, he's one of the, I think he's one of the crypto millionaires. Um, but anyway, uh, no, anyway, he's a tech millionaire. Anyway, he's got, a, he has a kid so that when he got his to his, I don't know, his teens or whatever now, he is taking his kid's blood to, uh, Put back into him to keep him uh, from aging. He like actually farmed out his own. 
like yeah, this dude took it to the next level because he used his own like offspring. Mm-hmm. But uh, like I think in Silicon Valley for the longest time they were doing that. There was like I don't know if you guys ever seen the Mike Judge show uh, Silicon Valley, but there's a, like a a season where that's a running gag where this guy that's kind of like a like a Bill Gates or something. He's got this like 18 year old sprint star that's always connected to him with an IV wherever he goes. So he's in like an important board meeting or something. And there's this like twink with a IV connected to him. And it's like, yeah, that's it's to keep me young. <laughs> yeah. That is what I if you could get it's the Lance Armstrong thing when people think this is such a wild idea. He actually had his own blood where it was oxygenated even a few weeks younger than the Tour Tour de France to just put in his own blood into himself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like so it's just if you were the queen and could have your own blood from when you were 15 and put your 15 year old blood into yourself, that would be dreamy but if you're not the healthiest thing in the world then i think you would want something younger than you obviously then i wonder of course you'd want like a male or i'm thinking like you'd want male blood over female blood just the muscle of it like it seems like a super athlete and then i would want the melanin i'd want really dark and probably virgin because i would want it untapped so i'd want like a haitian boy if that's possible what if Doesn't that seem like or a young African boy? I almost think like a lot of what we think of, of in our head, because it's easier for us to think somebody picking cotton in a field, but a lot of it wasn't about that. It's darker arts than we think. Yes. And that is what I think. I think the slavery thing is even a big, like, that is more comfortable for a human to think about than like, what else they could have been traded for. cannibalism was another thing that happened it wasn't necessarily prevalent enough to warrant like a whole chapter in school but there were some that, that it, for the exact reason you're explaining too they would see it as a way of like inheriting the power. the power and the and like the strength it's the wendigo so, thing yeah it's the same idea so you what inherit. about the idea of you say young blood, but what if the idea of like these animals that exist for that can live for 120 years, like the tortoise or whatever, XYZ? What about the properties of that blood that can keep the tortoise alive for so long? Um, or the idea of, I don't know, tiger's just, blood or shark's uh, blood yeah or snake's blood, blood like how it can rejuvenate and shed its skin and have brand new skin um what about the the high magic in that that they don't want us knowing that could possibly be a possibility because animals that's how they eat they eat with intuition so why would a coyote go and eat the snake what's so great about the snake and the snake that's so good about the coyote that it's craving it not only do they want food but they can hunt whatever they want but why the snake the animal's instinct is more on point and they're more aware with it than we are so it's a good question to ask like Okay, yeah, human blood, great. But what about these different types of species and that they test on and inject into us and X, Y, Z? What blood do you think the closest is to human? Pig. Pig. (laughs) Yeah. That's the first (laughs) thought. 
Yeah, it's not so crazy that's, that's that you don't eat pork. Plan. Long pork. Yeah. No pork. Don't eat On the pork. pork. And don't, don't they call it supposedly pork? tastes like bacon. Yeah, they call it. I have heard. Long pork. Yeah, that's like that. The new Sabrina show is so dark. Like one of the first things they talked about was long pork, and I was like, I forgot that that was a cannibalism thing. I had to go look it up, and I was like, that's Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. long pork. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, now I gotta rewatch movies and see if they say, "Oh, I would like some long pork," <laughs> and we're just like, "Oh, they want pork." I would have really <laughs> thought that meant penis. <laughs> <laughs> Pig penis? I wouldn't even have known it. I would have thought it was an innuendo. Like, I'm sure I'm craving some long pork. And then the whole rest of the movie, I would have been like, oh, I thought he was gay. Like, I didn't know. I thought he was gay. (laughs) I love it. I'm like, oh, he was a vampire. (laughs) Did you guys ever watch True Blood? Clips of it here and there. Ah. I read all the books. I, I got no. like into the first no. season. I want to watch it again. This is the show I think everyone should watch. This is it. Like does such a good job of mixing so many different lures, and I even mm. think the history that it uses in the Deep South, um, mixed in the American history, mixed with crazy because the vampires have flashbacks, and they're so many thousands of years old that their flashback, even though they live in like Bonton, Louisiana now, they could have lived in like <laughs> Spain, you know, at a whole different time. So it's. Uh, Inter- and their relationships with each other because you're the more the older you are the more powerful of a vampire you are so it really doesn't matter your sex or how big or your muscles it's your age so uh they respect each other on like oh this vampire she's really hella old but she might just look like she's 17 but she's the oldest vampire so i like that part of the lore as well you know it's so weird, big. and I just just connected it, and I've read all the all the those books and the True Blood books and the Anne Rice books. They're all Louisiana, and then they both are pretty you know, like because Anne Rice does the whole New Orleans thing, but hers is all based on like the Trail of the Vampire tour. Have you heard about that in Louisiana? No. So. In the um, interview with the vampire, the character of Claudia, the little girl, like, and she's sitting there, like, she drains all these human women of their blood, and, like, she keeps them, their corpses, in her room. It was, like, a real thing that happened in Louisiana. Wow. In this flat. That's a story of Fort Pierce or Fort Pierce, uh, Key West as well. There's a dude down in Keys and he was in love with this woman. And uh, I don't remember if she was ever with him or not. I don't remember if they were ever together while she was alive. But when she dies, he like embalms her and makes her like a human doll. And um, they, after, like, for years and years, decades, people, like, see him walking around with this, like, 
you could probably look it up. See him walking around with this like human, and after he dies, and they find this like corpse because that's what it is. Um, he had like orifices in it where he was having sex with it, and like I mean everything you think, everything Ted Bundy about it. But that's where back to the cold thing of being able to sleep with a vampire. They show you on True Blood, like, oh, the vampires are such great lovers. Well, they'd have to be because they're so cold. I'm freezing. Get the blanket. Put a heater on. They recently just raided this um, morgue um, where they take bodies and they put plant them in trees. I forgot what that company's name is. But they recently raided that place, and they're under investigation, the FBI, and they discovered about over, I don't know how many bodies in a 2,000-square-foot radius just in there. Um, And there's a huge, they said the the things that went on in that place and whatever they're finding out is going to, like, blow people's minds what they discovered there but yeah there's some fishy shit going on in that company where they said they could bury you in a tree and you plant and grow in the tree you I've know seen the advertisements for that <laughs> and I, i'm like the person who i grew up in the desert so like gordy could probably totally relate to this but i always just want to be dragged out to the desert i'm like i do not want to be buried i don't want to be embalmed none of that shit article. maybe it's my florida but i'm like give me a viking funeral like yeah, put me in a little bow out there. Somebody shoot an arrow at it, yeah. light it on fire. I'll get eaten I'm by the you. buzzards out there. That'd be cool. But that I would love to be a yeah. Buzzards and coyotes. I'm cool with that. Buzzards yeah. in the desert always reminds me of uh, Tales from the Crypt. It's my favorite Tales from the Crypt episode <laughs> with I Kyle like McLaughlin one. walking through the desert and the like buzzards following him. Him and a cop are handcuffed oh, together yeah. and then the cop dies and then he has to drag the handcuffed cop through the desert and the buzzards yes. just watching him. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love it. It might be my oh, second favorite fun. episode after the cat. The guy eats the cat pineal gland with Dude. nine lives. We need to do a movie night. That'd be so fun. I think Tales from the Crypt yeah, is Tales like series, man. That'd be fun. Can you guys see it? Yes. <clears throat> 115 improperly stored human remains found in Colorado funeral homes, Sheriff says. Um, yeah, this is it. Um, and green burials improperly stored. A lot of weird things happening there. It's not clear, but if you guys want to research it, um, it's very interesting. Could it just be cheapskates? I, I don't know. They're supposed to bury these bodies, but they found 115 of them in a 2,500 square foot radius. That's that's small. That's not big. That's small. Like that's Ted, a lot of bodies. Ted Bundy's house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not Ted Bundy. John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> That's a lot of bodies. A lot of bodies. So what do the vampires do with the bodies? Is that why you just got to be careful to not drain them all the way? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't want to kill no one. It's too much work. I know, man. You'd have to make it a sexual thing. Maybe that's why all this deviancy we have now. Yeah, you just, it's like, oh, yeah, it'll come, it'll become kinks eventually. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe that's also just a way to raise the Already amount of is. adrenaline in the body without having to like chase somebody. 
Yeah. Yeah. Get the heart and blood flowing fast. And maybe it's a good kind of adrenaline. Get a little bit of dopamine and serotonin in there on top of it, right? Not just adrenaline. Very aromatic. What would <laughs> what would turn a human into a vampire? What could be the key to turn a drinking human? the blood of a vampire? <laughs> yeah, but like what they have what, to bite you, then they have to cut themselves, and you have to drink them, and then you die, and they sleep with you in the grave. And then you're reborn. What's in the blood that will transfure that that would transfure the transfure? What the fuck am I saying? Transform the transfurer. I thought you were like Fiora. This is the Tonsia. This is the Saucy. Saucy Oh my god. Yes. Like, what is in the blood of the vampire? She, she weaves in the story of Osiris and Isis and, and them, you know, um, being the first vampires, really. So, like, actually, Isis being the first vampire and then weaving back together the body parts of Osiris and giving him the blood. Yeah. But um, it was a spirit. It was a disembodied spirit, like an inorganic being. That liked the taste of blood, and it went into the blood. <laughs> so it was really just a spirit in the blood. Is it, I like okay. that idea. So they, but they call it venom. Like, oh, it's the venom, but don't let the venom get into that person's blood, or they'll change. You know that. Because I think yeah. that's the classic Dracula story that if you're bitten, you turn mm-hmm. into a vampire, right? Like venom. So in today's it? world, would it be it? spirit or? Oh. What party? Sorry, today, I got too much yeah. Go on, Layla. Today's world. Sorry, I got... um, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, I, I think about it. Would we think, or would we say it's a virus? Vi- vi- Layla, are you cutting out for to, me or this... everyone? Oh, it's cutting out for me too. Okay, now I can't remember can you, what I was going to say. Now I'm. Can you, <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'm so sorry. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. So today's world to exist is a virus that they can create. Glitching? Yeah, you're glitching. glitching. Yeah. You're glitching. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> I can't remember what I was gonna say. Gordy can't remember either. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I was still laughing about that. Fiore. Nine, 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 nine. It was even funnier with the teeth for some reason. Like, <laughs> like a German vampire's extra scary. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, you gotta, I'm still making the noise. Am I still? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Still glitchy. Still glitchy. <laughs> Still glitchy. Glitching, darlings. <laughs> I also looked up the Red Cross and the Red Crescent Society, of, like blood banks, and uh, yeah. it's always crazy. There'll be like one natural disaster in the world, and they'll like even nine eleven. There'll be nine eleven, and then all over the world, there'll be like a blood drive push, even if. Right. All 3,000 people in 9-11 were saved, and they all needed blood. Why would they need people in all over the world to give blood? It's so wild. Layla, you want to try again? Can, can you hear me now? Can you hear me nope. now? <laughs> what about if you talk farther from the mic? Maybe your gain's too high and you're cutting off. No. Oh, it's so weird. Can you hear me? I can hear you somewhat. It's like in and out. I think it's latency. I don't know what to say. Should I leave and come back? Maybe try it. Yeah. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. What? <laughs> <laughs> I actually need to get back to uh, my coffin before the sun starts coming up here, too. Do you have any other um, juicy blood tidbits to drop to us before? I mean, just the thrill oxide bit, which I feel like is very important. It it seems like it's uh, an overlooked aspect of just regular physiology, but I really am a huge subscriber into Dr. Um, Abram Hoffer's research where he says that, that people that have high amounts of thrill oxide in their blood, uh, it's because they, uh, they have the genetics in order to quickly process adrenaline in, and like break it down into the body. And if you don't have the ability to process adrenaline quickly and it gets to your heart, it basically can cause a heart attack. So there's, there's a, like an evolutionary reason that some people get crazy and it's because they're they're quickly processing adrenaline and the byproduct of that thrill oxide and, and a few other ones those ones actually make you act a little bit irrational they they have like psychedelic properties to them but they dissipate quickly but there's this this line of research that says that people that tend to be schizophrenic and tend to, to um go into these like altered states have dementia if your family has a long line of dementia there's a good chance that really that's just a side effect of you being able to process adrenaline quicker. So if you did come into a situation where you've just got an immediate spike in adrenaline because whatever, like a bear's chasing you or, you know, work is really sucking or just like some very high stress um, sort of event that would give some people a heart attack, it could either make you break and, and, you know, basically become schizophrenic or you you just kind of like pass it and it's like a muscle like every time you bring yourself all the way to that brink and you can come back without becoming completely schizophrenic from it it's almost like you're training your body to be able to process huge doses of adrenaline and then quickly you know let it deteriorate in your body naturally and i think mm -hmm. that that's where a lot of this like blood ritual stuff modern times comes from like spirit cooking and like all of that I think that there might be an actual non uh, like woo woo version. It might not just, it might be like a secular version of 
I can improve my genetic well-being and pass it on to my kids if I can keep bringing myself to the brink of craziness and then pull myself back. So I, I think that might be like a like a sci I guess pseudoscientific, but like a very pragmatic look at blood magic today versus oh you know our stupid ancestors thought you know blood had magical powers there there might be something way more to it that has practical reasons yeah didn't you cheney go on a podcast i think i don't i think it was juan i don't remember but you guys went down the schizophrenic adrenochrome it me and thomas oh you um, and thomas yeah yeah, it, yeah. If anyone wants to um, check it out, it's on this channel and it actually is called Thrill Oxide, but the other name and it never got changed and I haven't gotten it effed with. So, uh, yeah, you can find it um, by putting in uh, Chrome Adrena, but backward. <laughs> I know. Crazy, I never... You can't even say the word, but uh, yeah, it's so weird. That episode was brilliant. Like it, brilliant. I learned so much from that episode. I mm -hmm. tell so many people yeah. about it because so many people tell me, uh, you know, they are like, oh, that's not real. That's the big, that's all just a fake rabbit you, hole. You know what drives me crazy is like sometimes I'll be on a podcast or just, just reading through, you know, other people's research and the same people that are convinced that the human body creates DMT, which there's no proof of um, that, that it literally synthesizes DMT by itself. But then they will discount adrenochrome um, being a real thing and just, oh, it's just like some weird side effect. No, it really does have psychedelic properties. There's been studies where people that were resistant to LSD, you give them a little bit of thrill oxide and it just like snaps it back in. So there's clearly some some kind of like precursor or, or catalyst um, that like is within this substance. They're just not studied enough, I don't think. Hmm. And I was going to... Uh in the idea of schizophrenics, but then alters how if I could split you up like the movie split uh, or how I always go back to Anna Nicole Smith of how I am a little baby sometimes when you see me or Britney oh, Spears, <laughs> would that younger version of you produce something that was even sweeter? Because then it's like the same thing as the lychee dog festival. It's more innocent. It's the coddled version of you. It's that's not the, the adult beef. that's been injured. <laughs> yeah. There's no trauma that exists in that one yet. So when the trauma happens, it's like sweeter the juice. Maybe, although I mean, if if I this is the the less credible route here, but I'm a huge fan of the writings of Fritz Springmeier, and he talks about some of like the Project Monarch kind of rumored uh things and one of the threads that he comes up with that i think is interesting is that if you can pinpoint these these bloodlines that that have the resistance to heart attacks and they can process adrenaline quickly into this drill oxide that you actually want to keep fostering that over time and that those type of people are the quickest to be able to disassociate easily because they can they the same way that their body can handle this high spike of like a, a psychedelic substance essentially also allows them to jump into these different altars so there, mm -hmm. there might even be something to the whole like hollywood and musicians and like them being sort of courted by all of these high profile politicians and people with money it might not just be because they see you know another way to make more money or skill there might be something like oh i want some of that what's in their dna or what's in their blood um, because it would actually have 
realistic uh, benefits to their offspring later down the line, like like quantifiable. Huh. It's so crazy that some people could actually know the beaker of the human body so they could know what they were looking for in a womb. Like, be like well, oh. designer babies are only not here because of like morality sort of uh, stipulations, yeah. right? But if, if everyone was cool with it, we'd have designer babies 20 years ago. No problem. For real. Yeah. Do you think there already are designer babies? I always yes. think whatever they tell us about now, it's already happening. Absolutely. How much yes. money you got? That's the uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why they, um, they pick kids that have uh, childhood trauma too, because they have that that skill already kind of built in to disassociate. So they're like prime for that shit. Wait, and Springmeyer's says this isn't on like the tail end of it, but that. They actually initiate the. They want to have control over it, like almost Hegelian dialectic, where you want to, you want to be the one that sparks that first trauma, so you've got control over it. So they'll use an amniocentesis right. needle to kind of like prod, like the fetus, and poke it just so that they can be the first ones and know at exactly what date and time that they want to initiate that first traumatic programming. Yeah, and again, uh, uh, Hello Fresh. You can put in uh, Thrill Oxide Fifteen, and, uh, or, or man, what is it, <laughs> I know, legit uh, vegan. If you want to go vegan, do you have? A, did you have any bloody uh, movies when you were a kid? Like a first bloody scene or something that you remember traumatizing you or scaring you or? The Exorcist. <laughs> the, the, the music. <laughs> the vomit. The, the head I'm, I'm going to go crawl back into my coffin, y'all. Thank you so much. All right, I'll Thomas. Hey, um, Thomas have you been you. doing anything this week? It's fun. Do you have we anything got, going on this week or I'm, anything people can check out? I am converting out? my living room into a shipping station to start shipping out all the comics and stickers. And nice. I, I showed you some of the Hunter Biden party packs that I've been working on. So I hopefully the okay. next time we get together, I'll have some prototypes to show off. I think you guys yeah. will like them. Yeah. And, I, and yeah, I'm going to take some advice that I got and not actually sell crack pipes in them. Yeah, <laughs> that yes. actually made me laugh. Like the whole inter exchange so was so funny, and then even the fact that you put it on the back. It yeah, it's on the yeah the disclaimer is now on the back. So, <laughs> it was so perfect. From I'm not. If you were asking me, which you're not, <laughs> it's so good. So yeah, I can't wait for you to show it off. And everyone, if you don't already find Paranoid American on YouTube and ParanoidAmerican.com, and you can get all that stuff. Cool beans. Thanks for hanging out, Thomas. You're so freaking awesome, man. I know. He knows I'll all the good stuff. The next one. I knew right. we wouldn't have to um, bone up too much on blood. Love it. <laughs> have a good night. <laughs> did, did you all have a... Did you all have any traumatic, scary, bloody movies that you saw when you were younger? Bloody. Carrie? I, I wasn't never Like, I thought traumatic. Carrie. I thought, I like, The Shining. But the blood was never the thing in it. Like, when Layla said The Exorcist, I was yeah. like... Yeah. Like, there was... Uh, the bloody scene when she's masturbating with the crucifix. The that trauma. was pretty traumatizing. But it wasn't the blood. Really. It was... Yeah. Yeah. 
And that is all based on a true daughter. story. That's what she's saying. <laughs> I think my when she's god. masturbating. Oh my god. <laughs> is that what she was <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, little Ooh. girl. That's a priest. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's but then a weird thing in life, she dates Rick James. <laughs> I know. That's like a weird. Oh, right. That is such a weird thing. Um, Didn't you Jen, I, date John Belushi? I don't know, <clears throat> but maybe. I was thinking of real life trauma blood scenes, and Nicole Brown Simpson's murder sticks in my brain. Hmm. Like they showed us that, like almost like before nine eleven happened. Like it was on every TV channel everywhere. It was so gory and bloody and thick and. Uh, and I was so young just to have it like it every channel, every TV, every night, everybody watched it. Did you guys remember the beheadings back in the day where you were allowed to watch whatever it was on the computer? This is probably like ninety five, like faces of death, year ninety five, like literal like beheadings of that traumatized me as a kid. Did you guys Bloody Mary? Bloody what? Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Yeah, Bloody uh, Mary. No, like, never kept did me it. from sleeping in first grade for a while. <laughs> no, but I did light, light as a feather, stick, stiff as a board. But Bloody Mary is specifically like uh, where you uh, stand in the mirror and then you chant her name a few times and she shows herself to you in the mirror. And there's like a few sayings on where it came from. Some people think it's uh, Mary Queen of Scots, like uh, Queen Elizabeth had her killed. And when her head was cut off, I can't remember if it was Mary, Elizabeth, uh, Mary the first or Mary the second that had this really horrible beheading. And so when they go to behead her, um, first the guy hits her on the back of the head with the axe on accident and then he goes and hits her on the neck and it doesn't slice all the way through and her blood is just spurting out all over the stage and it's all messy and then he has to go get a saw and finish it off holy shit so she doesn't even get like a a death like she gets the messiest wow. death so they say like that is what you see is like that bloody mary in the thing because she was the catholic or the protestant wait catholic uh mm -hmm. queen and then protestant elizabeth was like off with her head um but then there's mary the first too that she has a whole that she could be the bloody mary involved yeah. in that bloody mary but i didn't know this whole tale i've done the bloody mary thing as a kid but I didn't, and I always thought it was about Mary Queen of Scots, but I never questioned why. You know, and, and a lot they, of kids do it, and they don't even know who this Mary person is. <laughs> they're like, oh, let's do Bloody Mary. Let's do it. Let's do it. And they're doing they it. That whole movie, remember Candyman? And it was mm -hmm. like along the same idea of Bloody Mary. Mm hmm. But you said Candyman and Mary three times. Yep. And I just said it twice, mean. and I'm sitting in front of a mirror, so maybe I should be careful, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I know, so we're I just pouting off, off these things. Yeah. <laughs> I also, the Wilson ball volleyball face with the oh, right. bloody hand. Yeah. Right. 
Hey, what do you think the uh, the the coincidence of the uh, Native American uh, missing missing woman signal? You know what that is? Uh-uh. They have the red red hand across their faces. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like the symbol of it. It's kind of looks like the Wilson thing, kind of. You know, it's a bloody hand. Mm-hmm. They say uh, the bloody hand is the the, the frazzled drip face. <laughs> I'm like, will this get me in trouble now? Because I usually just say whatever I want. But I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, uh oh. Um, but. I guess it is the frazzled. Yeah, face. they cut it and peel the face up. It pulls all like when it rips up from the scalp, it peels up like this way that looks like Lady God's dressed like it or the, the hand on the Wilson volleyball, but it's all the same representation. So I don't know. It's dark. That is dark. <laughs> dark. Um, do you guys, what else did you guys look up about blood? I looked up the whole Aztec thing. What? The Aztec rituals where they, where they sac- blood sacrifices. Mm-hmm. They're pretty interesting. Um, they actually built two, two towers, like two pyramids, and they would, like 10,000 people in four days. They sacrificed 10,000 people in four days. Yeah. Um, one was to the sun god and one was to the rain god. Oh, did Brittany just post now? Gordy, your mic tonight makes me want to shoot my yeah. eyes out. Very whoosh, 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 <laughs> oh my gosh. It's very loud. I'm so sorry. <laughs> shoot my own eyes out. It makes me want to... Um, it's okay. I've just been trying to mute it sometimes, but... Uh, I want to also hear you. So just for future reference, sitting in the wind tunnel might not be the best for podcasting. (laughs) For my sweet, sweet honey drip ears. But I also want to hear you. So I want to hear you speak. And I want to hear Dinky. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, Abby, like 10,000... A day? Ten thousand ten thousand and four days. So they do it over a period of four days and they would, you know, ask for tributes and stuff, but then they started capturing people from neighboring tribes and they would literally you know, just you guys have seen the movie, what's it called? Um, you know what I'm talking about. Right? Apocalypto. Apocalypto, yeah. I love but, that movie. Yeah. They literally would do it, um like they did a they did blood sacrifice before that, but then they ended up doing they built these two towers and so then it was like a much larger scale. So <clears throat> over a period of four days they'd they would do ten thousand people. They would take them up to the top, they'd behead them, they would actually like pull their hearts out and stuff while their their hearts were beating and then let the blood run down the stairs. So I don't know, it's pretty crazy. They, they said that yeah. What is, yeah, why were they doing it? Um, to appease the gods because the gods like blood. But like yeah. for weather or crops or nothing, they just were like, meh, for the whole 
kitten caboodle. Like the, this just made the gods happy. Uh, it it made the gods happy for one, but I think it was also kind of political. It was a show of power, pretty much. But the, um, they believed that the gods had given their blood to create human beings, and they believed that in order to maintain the empire, they were obligated to return the blood to the gods. So they sacrificed war- warriors captured in battle and other men, women, and even children to satisfy what they believed was the god's voracious blood appetite. I wonder why they painted them blue doing that during the sacrifice. They would paint them blue and then uh, they would be sacrificed. Because of the god thing, maybe? It's, I know, like, but look at how many other cultures. Yeah. Like, what if, you know, because there's the whole like eagle versus serpent myth um, mm-hmm. mythology. What if the blue blood the blue gods weren't the serpent gods because in the mexican like around they all believed in serpent worship and if you look at the mexican flag now it has the eagle holding the serpent and so if the eagle was represented by that blue that sky Mm -hmm. and the serpent was the other the other um maybe they were like we're gonna paint these things blue to represent of the other god that we're killing well, we talked about that too because because the aztecs were actually called the mexica um and so that whole thing like that whole story with the eagle and the snake is part of the aztec lore too it's crazy so, huh yeah that's not- so wild but it seems like all throughout history, like blood sacrifices, blood sacrifices through children are even more important, but they do it, I mean, everywhere. Like every continent, you can find some kind of examples of it. I don't know why most of the stuff went dark, but maybe it's just that it's blood and so many things in the Bible um, or even with natural law, they're like, this isn't what you do. It doesn't matter. It's like most of the religious books that you look in, they're like, uh-uh, don't do this. Even the mythology, blood sacrifice um, for dragons in Albanian mythology, we had cliche about the dragon. She was a water dragon and she would, um, she was the one, she was the dragon that offered water to the villages and, you know, gave water to the villages um, and replenished the land. But in order for her to do that, they sacrificed children. So, Blood exchange, pretty much. That was the whole story of Kuchedra and the dragons. And they had different dragons. Ones that gave water, ones fire, ones this, ones that. Different types. And that's the story that I know. In some of the blood magic that kept coming up, uh, the Red Witch from Game of Thrones kept coming up with blood magic. And uh, it's the darkest, most powerful kind of sorcery. And only a death may pay for a life. And so um, one of the biggest spells in that show is when there's this dark witch and Cal Drago's really, really, really sick. So they use a red stallion and it's Cal Drago's red stallion. And they're people like the they're all like stallion worshipers almost so they kill this red stallion so that cal drago can live and um i just thought it was so crazy that only a death may pay for a life instead of a life paying for a death like the opposite that mob way we always think like an eye for an eye but instead it was like taking this life 
brought back somebody that was on the verge of death. So I was wondering, like, how often do they do that if they're on the verge of death for things or karmically? Yeah, so you sacrifice them. That, that makes sense. Um, blood splatter experts I thought were interesting. Blood splatter in experts? Yeah. So they can tell if somebody dies, if there's blood splatter, they can tell if it's from a bullet, if it's from a strike, if it's from spit, if it's from, if it came from this direction or that direction, if the person fell and it bounced up, if it's like, if you start looking into how detailed they know because of how precise blood comes out of the human body, um, mm. like a cut makes a spray compared to a bludgeon with drips. It's so crazy. I started to look into the details of it and it's like and a crime kind of scene just shows be? itself. Well, it's like really? the same as people that know, um, you know, like uh, Uncanny Valley. You look at these people are not real every day. You just put them in your face and then you know when something isn't real all the time online. That's what it's like. You look at so much blood splatter and so much directional things. And they've even taken uh, when they believe something to be true, they'll be like, OK, well, we have to test out our theory. What would make it do this? So like, oh, if you hit something with a bat, it's totally different than when it, you hit it with a hammer. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, whoa, like how they could just walk into any room and see enough of them and be like, kind of like put it together. Like the person died there. They struggled and walked over there. They did the, the you know, like they know everything just by blood splatter and blood drops. Holy shit. It's like an art. It's so hard. Yeah. So, and we yeah. leak it like. Oh, that, you were that, so. Oh, there you are. Uh, Much better. Am I, am I okay now? Yeah, you have yeah. a little delay, but um, I won't pay attention to your <clears> camera because <throat> it looks beautiful, and I hear you beautiful. So. Okay. Um, you mean murder? It was a famous murder. It was some. This guy no. was. A, uh, anyway, his wife in their house. No, nope. I don't think it's smashed. working. No, nope. I don't. It it's this? like cutting. It's like you sound clean and you look clean, but it was just cutting out. Mm -hmm. Like Layla was early. Yeah. Was, yeah. So weird. Did you, do you have to do anything or just come back in? I just came back in. Oh, maybe Gordy just has to come back in. Gordy, try dropping okay. all the way out and then coming yeah. back in because everything might be working good, but now it just might have to read everything. Yeah, like we, like, yeah, like exit out of here and come okay. back in. I'm so stoned right. as you can. I know, me I'm too. To, I'm, I'm like, trying to keep my eyes open. I'm just like, <laughs> I had to take my teeth out because I was like, I'm going to choke on one of these if I try yeah, to smoke I this joint. I kept chewing and teeth now my teeth hurt. <laughs> I did <too. laughs> Like they're sore, like braces sore. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Mm hmm ah mm. i don't mind the um today i put on mascara for the first time in like a year over uh, over a year but um the brush that the mascara came off of i was like i like this like i think i could wear mascara <laughs> yeah mascara is great it just gives you a nice like like a lifting <laughs> eye lifting effect 
I know. And it even curled all my, usually my eyelashes are like just grandpa's eyebrows. They're just all over the place. They're not, um, <laughs> oh, you're they're good like, now. this is my eyelashes usually. But then when I put on the mascara, they were like, yes, queen. <laughs> <laughs> much, much better, Gordy. Gordy. I don't remember this, what we were talking about. <clears throat> this is the first time we've had you all night. <laughs> I know I, talk I can't blood. I can't talk with those things. Yeah. Um, I know everyone talk, is yeah, like, blood. "There's weird sound tonight." I'm like, "It's probably all of us talking through our lisps." Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. hard to be a vampire when you have talking a lateral lisp. <laughs> right? Can I get a slice of my life? <laughs> <laughs> I want to suck your slice of my life. <laughs> <clears throat> it's hard. It's hard to think when you're being in character too. Like, I know, and keep seeing yourself on screen and, and seeing then, myself all weird on screen. It's weird. I don't. And yeah, it's like already funny. Like there, it, like you say something funny, and then it was funny. But then I, you said it as a vampire, and it was extra funny. <laughs> <laughs> the golden. Was it? <laughs> now I can't think. Yeah, the, at golden shit or something. It got me. The, <laughs> the, the, gold, the golden shit club. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the secret society of good guys or the golden shit club. You learn that on your, like, that's what you learn on, like, the third initiation. We I think I'm going to that part. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, oh, I remember what it was. Famous murder. Okay, sorry. This dude, the, <clears throat> it was the blood splatter thing that reminded me. This dude got set up for murder, um, went away for a while. Um, he was exonerated, but there was a theory that an owl actually attacked the woman and she fell and smacked her head and her head smashed all over the And there actually was some merit to it. Because was that staircase? Yeah, staircase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a whole Netflix series or something on that guy. An anyway, blood better. An owl. Go get him. That would just suck, though, if you were like, "No, I Tired. really didn't kill my wife," and everyone thinks she pushed her down the stairs, but a random Some white owl freak flew. Yeah. Like literally yeah. freak. I asked if you guys had stitches. Let me look at my list. Let me oh, look yeah. at my list and see yeah. what I have. Um, That's seven of them right here, right there. There up is in here. every. There is violet blood, green blood, blue blood, red blood, and yellow blood. Isn't that wild? In like entire species, or in yeah, human all blood? different species oh. all over the world. All color bloods. I didn't find black blood. I was going to write down the animals that were associated with what kind of blood. Just black blood and the hundred. <laughs> I don't know if you guys watched that show. Yes. It's pretty good. <laughs> One hitter. I wonder <laughs> what that means. Is it like, are you living on a different realm of frequency or realm of vision? Or it, can you see things differently if you're different blooded? I don't know. Like, 
That's a really good question. Why so many different colors? The color of the rainbow of blood. Yeah, it's so interesting. Does it have to do something with the, the planets? Or with like what, what you were saying, how certain animals will just eat. Like you're like, oh, this random deer will eat this rattlesnake once a year because it replenishes it or whatever. Do they know, do certain species know other species that they need to eat for certain things? Almost like, oh, look, all the colors of the rainbow. Like they tell us about fruit. Like, are we supposed to be taking mm -hmm. in different types of blood and not just red blooded things all the time? I mean, so do we talk insects too? Do we talk rodents? Do we talk, I mean, there are cultures who eat all rainbows. All, they eat rainbows of species in the in parts of the world. Yeah. Did you say so, you're getting cravings, Gordy? <laughs> no, I don't have any cravings for crickets oh. or or rodents. Crickets. Although um, you know, rats. I I hear a bats. Not bad. Yeah, it's a big part of. I can imagine it's not bad. China soup. Guinea pig. Yeah. That's yeah. the one you went China. with. Out of all, like, what would be a weird animal yeah. you would eat? <clears throat> Not a what would be a like weird animal? A that wouldn't be that weird. Like guinea Why pig? Would that be weird? I don't know. It just seems easy. Kind of pig, but it wouldn't even be yeah, something that I would easy. think of. I'd no, be like, it's, not, it's not even worth it. That's how I <laughs> tell people. My, I'm like, if it's too little, I'm like, that's not even worth it. A guinea pig? That's what they eat in Peru. I wonder if any... This is <laughs> fucked up to even say, Gordy, but I wonder if anyone's tried owl. Oh, yeah, they've oh, tried it. It's fucked up. Yeah, yeah they've tried it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a wonder <laughs> they stuck with turkey. Because it's such a bland meat. Like, turkey's so bland. Owl might taste better than turkey. It, there's not a lot of meat on an owl. It's very dense meat. Like, <clears throat> their muscles are really, really condensed. And like, like tough. Like, super tight tendons mm -hmm. and like they have like this locking mechanisms in their in their feet that's why their their legs are so long like you don't see their legs but they're really long and in that and they look like they have they're wearing pants you know but underneath so that funny. fuzz is like this crazy like musculature that's like really really dense i can't imagine it be very tasty although who know who knows but that is interesting because i've watched them uh because i've got a lot of owl pellets and you can see what they eat and sometimes they'll bring in like i've seen them feed a, a uh, baby roadrunner to the to the outlets before or snakes so, you know what's a weird animal that people eat kangaroo who that seems like kangaroo. I've, I've kangaroo seems like they both kangaroo and pig seem like the exact same animal to me. Just it's like pig is a human mixed with something in America and kangaroo is something mixed with a human in Australia. Like kangaroo is a human and a horse mixed together and a pig is like a human and I can't quite figure it out yet. But <laughs> like kangaroo that 
Rabbit? Rabbit. I don't know. Follow the white rabbit. I don't know. I don't know. Kangaroo. And then all kinds of fish people eat. I wonder what a kidney is. Aliens. You're eating aliens. The ocean is space. So you're eating aliens. Squid. Like squid. Do you know what squid is? It looks like an alien. Octopus. Mm-hmm. All this. I don't like eating the octopus. What kind of blood do they have? Octopus? Yeah. Well, like sea creatures. What color? Black? A lot of them are blue. Okay. Some of them are blue. What color? I'm typing, so sorry for the delay. That's blood. It said ink eye. Those were the first. Blue blood. They're blue blooded. Octopuses have blue blood, three hearts, and a donut shaped brain. But these aren't even the most unusual things about them. Known for otherworldly look and remarkable intelligence, octopus continues to reveal astonishing qualities, abilities, and behavior. You know, if you ever see an owl run somewhere and like pick up its dress and run, that is how octopus do. They look like an owl running. They just pick up their dress they do. and then they have two legs and they run. They're wild. <laughs> it is funny octopus how they are shape shifters. <clears throat> and they'll just be there used to be there's a, like stories and after stories where there's doctors offices where they have like an octopus in their fish tank and they might have another fish tank on the other side of the office and they're like what's happening to all the fish in the fish tank mm-hmm. they're going missing they put a camera in and the octopus is getting out in the night and walking over to the other fish tank going up in it taking fish out and then going back to his tank or her tank <laughs> Maybe octopus are like that's crazy. I saw that. That happened at the uh, Seattle Aquarium too. They're crazy. They can escape out of anything. They could fit through the tiniest like little gap. Like it's 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 crazy. There's just they're alien. They're alien. (laughs) All those brains working together too. They have hearts and brains. Three brains. And they they have no. They have nine nine brains. They have. A brain nine? in each. They have three a brain hearts, in nine each brain. tentacle. Three hearts, they have a, they have nine the brains. The main. They have a main donut-shaped brain in their central nervous system, and then each tentacle itself has its own centered, like, nervous system brain. So there's like nine. It's wild. That's insane. You ever seen a barrel eye fish? A barrel eye fish? Yeah. I was thinking, Cheney, can we pull up a... Three hearts. I'm trying to habitat diet. I thought it was just going to be like, give me a little list. A barrel eye fish. This better be good, Gordy. (laughs) If I'm I'm being young Jamie right now. That is weird. Let me find a good picture of it, though. I'm going to pull my whole screen up. Okay. 222. 22. It is 222 Eastern. Oh, it's 323 oh, Eastern Standard Time. It's 1223 here. 123. 
Yeah, you know me. I napped today. I did too. First and I time. Woke up and I did not know what day it was. I worked today. And it was nice. There. Look at how weird that thing is. What the hell is that? Look at that face. So it's like its whole if head. If it's saying is... something, Layla, what do you think that face is? Like what kind of energy <laughs> do you get from that face? I'm getting I'm getting, I don't know how to explain it. If it sang, what kind of song would it sing to you? <laughs> Blue moon. Or like some kind of Hawaiian song. I thought you were going to sing that, that emo song. Oh my God. Because <laughs> tonight will be the night that I could fall for you. <laughs> Over again. <laughs> Sorry, that, I don't know how that became a thing. Right on, right on. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm trying to find other barrel light fish to look at. Dead on, dead on, dead on barrel light fish. Stop. Stop I don't know. Right now. Anyway, I think they're they're wild. Like they've they've got their whole look at their face. They have different sensors, light Look sensors. Look at it. Cause <laughs> <laughs> <Close> tonight. <laughs> Girl. Cheney, you is so stupid. That's what I feel like that. <laughs> Girl, what the hell? It, its mouth looks like an anus. Cause tonight will be the night. That's what we all look like in these outfits, though. I know, yeah. stupid. Especially, I don't yeah. dress like that normally. <laughs> Considering going black, though, like I, like the black I know it's looking good. great on you, Layla. <laughs> I'm I'm total witch vibes right now. Love it. Totally and bangs. Yeah. I think more like I miss my bangs so much. It's the number one thing. I'm like, oh, whatever with air. Like I, I love eyebrows, love things, but I'm like, uh, I have so much forehead that I'm like, I can't wait till I have a little bit of <laughs> bangs. But I think these bangs look good on girls, and they don't wear them enough. I can't do it because I have frizzy hair in Florida, so it won't be bangs. It'll be a bush, like a Brillo pad, like right there, <laughs> you know. And that ain't cute. Not Maybe with my hair. A little flat iron. Trust me. <laughs> You're like, I have bad this hair mm -hmm. my whole life. Mm -hmm. Maybe you just have wigs. Yeah. And but occasionally rock idea. wigs. Yeah. I think oh, more yeah. adults should have a chest of uh, costumes. Yeah. I'm keeping all these that I'm like putting together. I'm just stashing them. <laughs> I like it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have all this random shit laying around my house that to, that tonight would be the night. No, that tonight <laughs> when I was getting ready, um, I was like, oh, do I want to wear my blue velvet jacket or my red cloak? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I, I like almost, that I have two options. I almost did a red cloak. I was like, oh, save your red cloak. And I didn't know what for yet, but I was like, I might need it for later on. Yeah. Um, Sorry about the wind tonight. Here, I'll figure it out. I want to see what this whole question. That mic says. is great. 
Has anyone else noticed the all one that you have now? Gordy's? Yeah, the one that he has now. Yeah, he sounds like fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> and his picture looks really clean. Mm-hmm. Like he looks like he's in for Gordy coming at you in 4K. Um, has anyone else noticed all the YouTube channels with an octopus in the background, like on a shelf? I have not. Wait, repeat that? Um, Israel asked, uh, has anyone else noticed all the YouTube channels with an octopus in the background, like on a shelf or something? Wasn't that, uh, uh, during Trump's presidency, McKinney, what's her name? When she went on, I guess an interview or something. And I think I remember seeing an octopus behind with a clock and it wasn't working. But I'm not sure if it was an octopus or I'm just placing it there. Well, it's on the timeline now. We're all going to see it. Octopus on the timeline. Bloody octopus. Bloody octopus. Is there like a movie like octopus come to shore? You know how there's like shark tornadoes. Is there like octopus earthquake or something where like octopus tentacles come up and grab people? There was. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Uh, oh, Goonies. In the end. The octopus. Didn't, oh, there's octopus and in, in the um, parts of the Caribbean at the end, that Kraken came up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Kraken. I get. Oh, I was like, oh, I guess the Kraken, like all of a sudden octopus became our word. And I'm like, I can't believe we didn't bring up the Kraken all day. <laughs> <laughs> like I was on the timeline where octopus was the word. Uh, no. <laughs> Release like, oh, the no, Kraken. Yeah. Can't believe we didn't talk about Sidney Powell. <laughs> I, I know. I um such a crazy ride. I had is. bloody Valentine. I, I know I wrote down some random blood sayings. Let me see if uh, I blood brother. I'm glad Thomas brought that one up. Um, D D D D D. Here's something totally random that I wrote down that I did not know. And I, I haven't researched it, but I just heard somebody say it. And I was like, how do I not know that? But that Shakespeare wrote the King James Bible. I heard that before. Yeah. I love it. I'm like, it's on my list of like, um. Oh, the Like a Virgin tour. I was going into Virgin Blood, so then I started to research Madonna, and then I was like, oh. So I was like, nope, out of that. <laughs> um, I looked up some serial killers, but then I was like, oh, we'll save that because next week we're going to be doing a show that's more in line with serial killers. Um, I looked into Bloody Mary. Uh... I looked into blood types. Blood diamonds. Uh, shining blood. Let's see. I was wondering if blood and like, I thought the word blonde and blood was weird. Like, I just, I don't know why. I was just like, why are these words? But then I was like, that's not, I was like, don't go down. Sometimes I'm like, don't th- stop. I have to get myself back on track. Yeah. Um, Blood vampire. Let's see. And then I have doodles all over the pages from all the talks that we've had that I'm like, where am uh, blood poisoning? I thought was crazy that, oh, yeah. you know, all the different 
uh, blood drinkers, bloods and crypts, blood types, blood sacrifice, blood rituals. Yeah, I thought flow state, blood on their hands. Mm. Somebody's got blood on their hands. Like blood ties. <laughs> we talked about blood ties. Ooh, I hate everyone has blood on their hands in one way or another. When you think about it. We should do a, a mafia. Not like not like in a sense of like killing people, but like in instances. Yeah. Oh wait. Because it could be used. There was another fun one that um Philip sent me and he is gonna come play with us some night. Um that uh there was a prison somewhere and they were like drawing blood from all their prisoners and uh an arkansas prison and it was an arkansas prison blood scandal and they were selling hiv and hepatitis infected blood to canada from arkansas Whoa. what the hell yeah <laughs> And I was like, that is a weird blood thing. Like, probably just the same way. They probably got $1,600 a gallon for it. And they were like, oh, this is awesome. We'll just give take it from our prisoners. And it was like, ooh. And then it was all infected and shit. Like, why do they want it? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder about all that stuff because <clears throat> of the, all the crackheads going down and, and uh, selling their blood. So what about, okay, because you brought up the melanin thing earlier, and I thought about that. The blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Mm -hmm. Like oh. the Tupac, you know, lyric, Oh, yeah. It's like, but it's like, it's true it, I mean, in berries, but then it's weird because he was actually talking about the the flesh when he said that, but that's weird to think about it as the blood. Um, What about blood is thicker than water? And that's not the whole saying, right? It's the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Oh, is the that. whole saying. So it would be the blood oath is thicker than your family ties or where you come from. Wow. And we never hear it that way. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Which makes sense to me. And I've never that's said true. it right ever. That's one of those weird sayings that's like, no, that's not the way it is, though. And then I never know the other saying. That's the first time I've ever like been able to grasp it. But I shut my eyes. <laughs> Just like the jack of all trades saying, because everybody thinks like jack of all trades is um, master of none. But it's really jack of all trades, master of none, but better off than being master of one. I always say ja uh, Jane of all trades, master of some. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> some Good things. Enough. Yeah, yeah, some. <laughs> some. Some things I will call myself a master and I have my 10,000 hours at it and I know what I'm good at. And then other things I know what I'm not good at. And I know what I'm a quick study in. So. I drink Bloody Marys. Bloody Mary. Just. No, it's. It's a virgin bloody, it's just bloody Mary. It's just tomato juice, but so it's, good. I haven't had V8 in a long time. I'm like, oh, that sounds good. 
I love making Virgin Bloody Marys. Like taking V8 and I'll just put Worcestershire and like a couple other seasonings or spices, put it on ice, a little lime, stick a celery in there. I'll like, mm -hmm. I'll jam out. I'll sit in the lawn chair. Like I'm a Florida lady. I never got to have a virgin one. <laughs> but I like, cause I like to just kick back and drink Bloody Marys. I love them. But isn't a V8 like a virgin Mary? Virgin That's Mary. A, that is. Virgin Mary. Oh. Virgin Mary. Yes. Weird. We're just this is not a scene. Bloody Mary. Yeah. We were Bloody just Mary. talking about saying Bloody Mary in the mirror. Oh, my God. What and then Virgin, Virgin Mary is if it has no alcohol. Yeah, it's a Virgin Mary. <laughs> you know, I asked Bro. for a Virgin Mary one time when I was pregnant at a casino. And the lady like, looked at me like I was crazy. And I was like, it's a Virgin Bloody Mary. And she was like, no alcohol. She brought it with alcohol anyway. And I didn't so, drink it because I was pregnant. I could taste it. Yeah. That might be difficult merch, though. I've that looked, lady like, was a douche. Sorry. She was a douche. Like a Virgin Mary tiki mugs? We could do that, right? <laughs> like, that's got to... Right? Yeah. I love the Virgin Mary symbolism. Mm -hmm. I have no-ish... Like I, but I under, I get it. Like, you know, ladies don't really want to be messed with during certain times of their period. And I understand it cause I'm a lady, but I, in my boy side of my brain, I'm like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> like, you're yeah. fine. You're fine. Um, but then this is a question that, uh, I'll say sometimes to my wife, I'll be like, Hey, what's up? Whatever. I'll be like, you know, chasing her skirt. And then, um, she'll be like, I'm on my period. And I'm like, are you on or are you on on? <laughs> like, is it like day one or two? Or is it yeah. like. Yeah, like, yeah. Are you are synced you with your on? wife? No, I haven't had my period since um, I started chemo. Yeah. How about so, before then? Were you never synced? Therapy? No. We are so opposite. Like, I feel like I'm in my Scorpio. That's why I also think when people are like, all women should bleed at the full moon and then all on the new moon, we'd be this and all on the, I don't think it should be that at all. I'm like, I think we would all have our own set thing with yeah. the moon. And I don't think it wouldn't, So like some people have shorter things and longer things and it would be, you know, whatever it was yeah. supposed to be. I always felt kind of lucky that if I didn't feel at home somewhere, I wouldn't have my period. So if I was like frazzled at work or in between moving or in a new relationship or, you know, like just fucking around, I just wouldn't have my period. So I never, it was like kind of fantastic. Like you could control <laughs> yeah. it in a sense. I don't know. I just never, ever worried about it the same way other women did. But mm -hmm. I also, this is so wild, but I had one of these pendulum things done to me when I was 18 where they hold a pendulum over your hand and it like... I don't remember what now, but let's say if it goes in a circle, you're having a girl. And if it went left and right, you're having a boy and they, you know, you put it down in your palm and then you pull it up then you put it down in your palm and pull it up and it does these things and then it'll stop. And so you'll know how many kids you're having too, like two girls and a boy or da, 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 you know, and people. And so when it did it to me, when I was 18, it was like, you're not going to have any kids. It was just dead stopped. And I was like, oh, okay. So I got this. I never ever, it was like, 
at 18, I let the universe tell me with a pendulum, like, you're not having any kids. But I was just like, all right. It was like a big release of like, that's crazy. I'm not even going to worry about that thing. So that energetically, I always just think about like, do you, I mean, if, if it all is supposed to be, if everything's kind of supposed to be, then you're the energies you bring into the world. That's all supposed to happen. I like that. And you're right. So even if people, I mean, it doesn't matter what I personally feel, but even if people want to get like pro-choice or pro-life, well, is it meant to be or not? So it doesn't matter what the decision is. It's the same way as every other decision you make in your life. Whatever is meant to be, that's what you were going to do. That's what it is. So, you know, kid or no kid, like, I don't believe your decision (laughs) has a, a choice. This is what I definitely don't believe, that you get to take somebody else's fucking chance out of the whole entire world. Like people are like, well, people murder people all the time. Yeah. But that was their walk in this breath and this 3d that isn't, that's not a life yet. That's to me. So I just feel like if I were an aborted kid, I'd be like standing next to God. You know, if we're going to play in the mind, I'd be like, Hey, that's not fair. Give me another run at this. Yeah. <laughs> and then God's like, sorry, you picked your parent like that. You did that. That's your bad luck of the draw. And you're like, yeah, back to limbo or back to soul waiting land until I get a body or whatever it works like. But I just am like energetically, whatever, if it's meant to be, whatever's supposed to happen, supposed to happen, whether you have your kid or don't have your kid, that's what's supposed to be. But I think if if the kid happens, it's supposed to be. So why take it out? You know, I don't know. I just think it like if I don't take if I take myself out of it altogether, and I just mm-hmm. make myself the kid. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I think that you get a shot regardless. Your shit, you're supposed to learn. Like we were all probably been aborted in some of our lifetimes. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And that's probably a like easy lesson to learn that lifetime. Whatever it is, it's like whoop, that was quick. Or you that was could a have short just been life. driving the bus for somebody else. You could have been like, uh, "You, my friend, need to learn what it's like to go through, you know, this whole thing where you aborted a baby and all the emotional shit baggage that comes with it." So I'll yeah. go ahead and drive the bus. I'll be your, I'll be your baby. Yeah, yeah, that is a really it could good. Be as simple as that. Yeah, you could have done, you could be the have test been the, the aborted baby for somebody else so that they had their other three kids afterward. Mm-hmm. Like for the three lives, they get their full thing. You could have been like, oh, this changes it for that whole entire family cycle. I'm the aborted baby one time in the cycle. But if we also are around these energies that you travel with through lifetimes, then we've all been each other's aborted baby once and it's okay. <laughs> Oh no! I I think of life as precious. I I I I feel like if a life it comes, like we shouldn't we shouldn't be the ones to like say no. You should you don't belong here. If I got knocked, you know, I'm keeping my baby. Yeah. If I, I personally, but I also preach. I get why other people yeah. do it too. But don't preach. Yeah. yeah. I understand. I've heard it's like the same way as like, I'm never ever fucking getting vaccinated. Everybody has a fucking choice of whether they get wanted yeah. to get vaccinated or not. 
when I had the lady fucking tell me that her son was dying of cancer in the hospital and she couldn't go see her son dying at the end of his life unless she got vaccinated, I'm like, you just changed my whole heart. Like, you just changed my whole heart. She was telling me about her teenage fucking son. And I'm like, I didn't even think about that. Like, it's usually like all these other options, like all these other things. So in some of the stories that I've heard of people in life, of their things that they've had to make, of their decisions, of the stuff that I used to judge, I always think it's like, man, I always am grateful when I don't have to make those decisions. It always seems like the easier walk. Whatever happened to me in my life, this life, I am grateful that I never had to make the decision either way. So many things. I'm so grateful that I didn't have a baby, that I'm a young, like 17, 21, 25, whatever, 30. It all feels fucking young to me. And then like holding this baby and doctors are around me and I want the best for this thing. And they're like, you want to stick these needles in it. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm a young kid and I don't, do I want to put vitamin K right in its eyes? Do I even want to be in this hospital at all? Like, oh, I can't possibly give birth to at home. I'm so scared of that. But that's the thing we should be doing. But look how far away that is from even a reasonable thing. So I'm just yeah. all the time. I always think now I'm so grateful I don't have to make that decision. And I just be there for the person for whatever. Because I know so many people, too, on the other side where they're like, it's not even like abortion's not even a fucking topic in their brain. It's not even an option in their brain and having a fucking baby makes them want to eat bullets and they have it and it's not the only baby they have but it just is what it is it's their responsibility and they're going to go through with it and they're going to be a great fucking mom and they're going to love the kid but it doesn't mean that it is the thing they necessarily wanted mm -hmm. it's the thing they're doing now yeah and so i know so many fucking women like that in the same way like we're forever where girls that I know girls that have had abortions and forever they think about those abortions, even if they're not a religious person. I know fucking <laughs> women that they have kids and forever they love their fucking kids, but they're just like <sighs> sometimes <I'm> over it. <laughs> <laughs> and they can never say like they're uh -huh. like this little bitch, I want to mm. burn the house down. This bitch brings out the worst in me. They talk mm. about their own and because the, they can tell me because I don't think they're a bad mom. If they talk mm -hmm. about like they're like, I need to vent. And I'm like, let it out. Let and they're it out. like, you don't even know what I have to deal with. They'll tell me about their kid, like just the disrespect and like how hard they're working in life to try to get all these things done. And they're just like, I never got to do any of the things like my kid doesn't even know the things I love. Like my kids said to me and I know them so well and whatever it is they're great at. And they're like, my kid had the audacity to say, mom, I didn't even know you did gymnastics or I didn't even know you for a ballerina or I didn't even know you sang. And it's like, hmm, like, no, you don't <laughs> No, <laughs> you don't get to do that thing. So I just think, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just glad I don't have to fucking make certain hard decisions. I, I will say, you know, with having five kids, I'm like, I appreciate every one of my kids. And and pretty much four out of five were planned, okay? So, and the, the other one I wasn't sad about because I just had, like, an ectopic pregnancy. So that one didn't work out. So it actually kind of washed out. But I've told my kid, I've told my kids, like, 
there's another version of me on another timeline that doesn't have kids. <laughs> She's pretty happy. <laughs> I don't care. I tell them because it's like, it's true. And because it's usually when they're causing problems and they know it, you know. I don't like, have kids. I'm freaking kill you. I don't think I want any. I when I was younger, I was like, oh yeah, family condition, you know, program. But now that I see life and I understand it, my heart can't take the heartbreak of having That's kids. That's what I think. For it's, real, real, oh. I. It seem I could. I would. I. I don't believe I selfish. have the capacity to love like a mom loves their child. I think that is the must be the biggest fucking love that exists on the fucking planet. It yeah. is because the second that like it's not even pregnancy. Pregnancy doesn't prepare you for it. The second that your first child is born, you understand love at a whole other level. That's what every mother. That's what says. I believe in God. I was like, oh, there, there is a creator. Like this is crazy. There um, is. It's you. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, there's a creator. <laughs> You pull it out of your. This is a god. This is freaking wild. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but they say all those chemicals. It's like that protection mixed with you think that is the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Like it's mixed with the most amount you've ever wanted to protect something, mixed with the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. And I'm like, ah, oh. that's why anytime you like people will talk about a vampire making someone or your uh, spirit guide. And they say things like your spirit guide loves you more than your mother could love you because it's been with you since your soul's conception. And I cannot even fathom a mother's love to a child. So then when you say that love to me over a mother's love, I can't even fathom. Mm -hmm. And all the moms I know that are great moms, are the hardest on themselves, the hardest on themselves that are fucking great moms. They're also the ones that say, I mean, for the two decades that they would grab me like by my, and they say, Jamie, don't have kids. Don't yeah. have kids. They're all the best moms would be like, save yourself, save yourself. All the ones that were like, they'd have a margarita this big and they'd be like, it's easy. It's Come so hard. Kids. Cigarettes, like get out of here. I'm hanging out with Janie. <laughs> it's That's so cool. easy. Janie, when are you gonna have all. kids? My daughter is all like, moms. I don't think I'm gonna have kids. And you know, she loves babies and stuff, but she's like, I don't think I wanna have my own. And I'm not the mom who's gonna be like, Oh, I you guys all need to have kids. I need grandbabies. I'm like, hell no. If you don't want to have kids, that's totally awesome. I'm glad that you know that about yourself. This I don't know. It's just that being a mom is, even a dad, being a mom and a dad, being a parent. Being a parent is bro. so much. Like being a dad is a whole different stress. I will tell you just because I haven't ever gotten to live in the mom. And I don't know the dad for the child. But I do, in the idea that I have taken on the roles that I have played just in my house of wanting to provide everything just for my wife. I can't fathom also having a child that stress on top of just my wife and how much it hurt me when I couldn't provide the what needed to go on in my house. I can't even fucking tell you how much it hurt to like even if she wanted something fancy, even if she wanted something like 
that we needed to frivolous. I can't imagine then adding kids to it and then having the stress of not being able to provide like fucking piano lessons. And then like, you know, we have all these other things and like, oh, oh, I also have the lights. Oh, I also have the cable. Oh, this bitch also needs a new baseball glove like or yeah. whatever, like all these kind of that seems so frivolous. I just know now, you know, food, shelter, those kind of things. Yes. And then the I think moms and dads both like I know how bad I feel if I just snap at a human being or even I yell at my dog. Like if I'm like, come on, let's go out. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, you didn't deserve that. You're like a thousand years old and whatever. I can't imagine kids. Like I would just <laughs> guilt like the stuff that I can't even imagine. I'd be like, but this is oh, what else I'll say to bad. parents. Yeah. Same with me. And like thinking about like, okay, I see how I am and react with my parents. I'm like, oh my God, my, my kids will act like this or probably even worse with me. Holy shit. Am I going to, I can't handle disrespect. My kids disrespect me. What the fuck am I going to be? Am I going to be some kind of Cruella DeVille? Like, all these questions in my head. And I'm like, I don't know. Am I being selfish that I don't want kids? I I just well, don't know. I'll, I will tell you a couple of things. First of all, because I not only did I raise my own children, I did daycare for four years. So, And people would always compliment me on how sweet my children were. Like, oh my gosh, I have such good manners. Well, yeah, because the second they could talk, I taught them that they had to ask please and thank you and say, may I please, not can I. And, or um, I want, if they could say I want, then they could ask me, you know? And and so like all these daycare kids were, they were tor horrible and they treated their parents like crap. And they, the way they talked to them was like demanding. And and these parents were like, I don't know why he talks to me like that. I'm like, cause you tolerate it. <laughs> you didn't teach them better. Like you teach them better now by telling them not to talk to you that way. Like your kid doesn't talk to me that way. Um, So, but also, my kids now, they can talk to me however they want and they're never disrespectful. They cuss in front of me or whatever, but it's, we, we have a good rapport. Like we have relationship because we talk about things. Mm -hmm. So it's not always, you know, our parents tried, you know, the best that they could with what they were given, you know, the boomers. Um, they had some pretty emotionally distant parents, but um, I don't know. I just feel like they still, they fucked up with us. Like we couldn't ever be close to them. And it's funny because like my kids and I are pretty damn close and they're all teenagers, you know, it's kind of weird. They talk to me about everything. Mercury for farming um, put if pregnancy likelihood wasn't treated like a fantasy statistic, 99% effective, etc. Believing in surprise unplanned pregnancies would be treated as superstitious as believing in any counter natural uh, phenomenon. Mm -hmm. And I am, if we were in a place where we didn't live in a scarcity environment, whether it's like for money or for jobs or for whatever, I do think pregnancy for women would be so much less like, so there it, we would, and I can't speak for myself in the exact scenario that I've been in it. Um, I've had a pregnancy scare once in my life. It wasn't even a scare though. I was just like, well, this would suck. Like it, this would just derail. But I was like, 
almost like I manifested like this isn't a reality I'm going to live in. Um, but I feel like if we didn't have to worry about where the next blank was coming from, whatever that is, being pregnant would be whatever, having a baby would be whatever. We, I don't think there would be any kind of fear attached to it at all. Yeah. Like, or for myself, like if I just, if it wasn't a mouth to feed with all that, not that we There's wouldn't have to go pressure. out and hunt. Yeah, there's so much. And it used to be in the village. So I just, you know, like if any one of us got pregnant, um, we would all take care of it. It wouldn't yeah. be a scary thing. There's so much fear now that comes with it when it should be kind of like the coolest phenomenon on the planet, like the highest magic. Yeah. Well, it's funny because my friend, um, she has what they call family baby, this little girl they call family baby. And I don't even know who the mama is. She's just somebody in their family who, you know, wasn't in a position to take care of this baby. So the whole family, you know, takes care of the baby. Like some days she's with my friend and her family. And then other days she's with her aunt or, you know, the grandparents. And it's so, it's so odd. This baby is just raised by the village, but it's not lacking love at all. It's completely loved, but it's just, that's how I think a that's lot pretty of cool. That's how a lot of villages were back in the day. Like, yeah. you didn't have just parents. You had the entire village who watched out for all the kids in the neighborhood. And yeah. if, let's say I was doing something really wrong, like kissing a boy in the street, whoever it was, if it was like the 17th distant cousin or whatever, like so far away, but they knew my father, yeah, they had permission to beat me in replace of my father. They have permission, absolutely. Everyone in town have permission. If you see my daughter doing something wrong, you have permission. That's yeah. like your child. That's how I felt growing up. Like mm -hmm. in the South, everybody knew my parents. And mm -hmm. if I was fucking up, like pretty much anyone was allowed to, any adult around, I had to be respectful. It was like almost like uh, that's where ways though that I think kids could get in trouble sometimes. Because there is such a like, the adult is always right. You do these certain things. And I think like it's such a like weird nine times out of 10, we're around good people. But yeah. there is a, you know, we know the dark side of things now. Yeah. <laughs> Once your eyes are open to it, you're like, oh, well, you don't know who well, you can trust around. Well, your kids. now I know why my parents didn't allow me to sleep over at so and so. <laughs> My sister never let any of her kids do sleepovers. Ever, yeah, ever. Stopped because I used to yeah, let my kids sleep over at my niece with my niece and had huge issues. So, y'all, I'll just tell you all the shit in my life that is weird shit happened at sleepovers. Mm. All of it, like the like, and I don't know. I don't know if all little kids that are sexually advanced all were diddled or messed with as kids but i just felt like did i just like i'd be at my friend nikki's house and she'd be humping her stuffed animals and i'm like oh okay <laughs> and then <laughs> 
Like I'd be at home girl's house over here and she'd be humping the corner of her bed. I just felt like all these girls were humpers and I was just like kind of an innocent kid. Like, do you guys want to? And here's a weird thing, too. I always hung out with my buddy Jacob and we would play innocently G.I. Joe all night. All night we would play G.I. Joe. We'd play He-Man. We'd play Legos. And then one day my mom was like, you're not allowed to stay the night at Jacob's anymore. And I was like, why? And she's like, because you're a little girl and he's a little boy and you're getting too old for that. And I'm like, okay. So then I started staying the night at little girls and they're all humping things. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? I was with Jacob all this time. We were innocently just playing G.I. Joe. And all these little girls are humping things. <laughs> I didn't hump anything. And I was pretty innocent until my friend showed me, like, how to make the Barbies lay to, down together. See, and then you I did went to some Barbies. little girl's house who yeah. was humping things. Yeah. I think I was a humper. <laughs> we all went to a little girl's, like, Layla's house. And she was humping things. <laughs> I just tried to stand and pee. I always wanted to be a boy. <laughs> But I think it's just the perverts that I was surrounded by as a really young girl. And, it makes you, you a know. Humper. You're like a humper. Uh, you know, perverts in life. This is dandy. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Just got to laugh about it now. I know, but there's a, like, that's where I always felt like other my innocence was taint where people are like, oh, adults, be careful who what adults your kids are around. No, my innocence was tainted by kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's child on child abuse. And I didn't re even realize it was as big as it was uh -huh. until my brother kind of said something about it as an adult. And he kind of had a, a drunken come, you know, he had a drunken mess. And then afterwards, you know, he and I had a coming to Jesus meeting and Keep. Though it wasn't about Jesus, I'm just you know using that as a figure of speech. <laughs> but you know, he talked to me about child on child abuse, and then I started like really tripping and watching my kids and talking yeah. to them about that because it's not just adults. Uh, more more often than not, it's another kid. Yeah, that's what I think, at least mm -hmm. in my personal experience. And I feel like um, sometimes even with uh, my own, I don't think, I think I was born a lesbian, but parts of my personality, I wonder what um, are like, you know how the, like sometimes you'll see a little fagalicious kid and it's just a kid, but you're like, oh, that kid's gay. Like you just know that kid's gay. Like it's like whatever. And uh I wonder sometimes if priests or I put it on priests, but whoever a dirty adult is seeks out those kids specifically, like the same way an adult can see like that kid's a little sweet. I wonder sometimes in my lesbian, if like adults could see that in my little kid. And so they're like, Oh, this little lesbian. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they were, they had those kids that did those weird things things but where do those kids learn it from they're, yeah. they're, lear they're learning i know for a fact one of the girls was uh, totally abused yeah, yeah. like at, later mm -hmm. on in life That's exactly i knew what happens one of the girls was totally abused by adults yeah. and she in turn abused me but she was older than me 
you know, she was like three years older than me, but it, like I'm a little lesbian. So I'm like, okay, game on. But looking at it with my adult eyes, it makes me sad for my little yeah. kid self. Yeah. And we were both little kids, so I don't really blame her. But like Abby's saying, I think sometimes we think, okay, we have to keep our kids safe from other adults. That's why we don't want them to stay the night at another person's house. But no, it's like the kids they're around while they're at that place, when the door is shut or when and, they're in the room. And adults don't want to even say that truth. Uh-uh. Because they're like somehow admitting something about themselves that they don't want to admit by saying that out loud. That they're little kids. Like once that's happened, yeah. But that's why I feel like most of the stuff that we're kind of tainted by are other kids. Like most of the words, the things we know. I remember me and my brother, I mean, it's still one of the words that comes out of my mouth the most frequently. Like if I'm driving in traffic or something is dildo. Like I'll be like, look at this dildo over here. <laughs> me and my brother were calling each other dildos since we were like eight. Where I cannot even imagine the <laughs> first time my parents heard I'd be like, whatever, dildo. And like, where did you learn that? Like, we learned it on the playground from some other kids. Like, hey, do you know what a dildo is? And we didn't know. And we were like, no. And they laughed and whatever. So we just started calling each other dildos all the time. <laughs> it's a fun word to say. <laughs> but I can't even, don't say dildo. Is it a bad word? Well, it's not a bad word. And then they have to explain, like, who wants to tell their kid what a dildo is? No parent ever. <laughs> I was really young when I found my parents' dildo. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, they, they experimented. My favorite right you then was mom. just looking up mom. at Abby. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I never had to experience that, man. I, I know. I, okay, That's I was terrifying. traumatized by my mom's, like, like, <clears throat> hippie bush you know and hanging out her swimsuit <laughs> and her waving to the the neighborhood with her hairy ass armpits you know like i was already traumatized by that shit if i had to see that i would have i would have flipped out i never thank goodness i never had any kind of <laughs> look what i i'm like i never had anything i never walked on my parents having sex da, da, da. i grew I up in a new colony <laughs> Oh, I did. <laughs> okay, there you go. Yeah, but here's the other thing, too. Out of all the creepy, this is legit. Out of all anything creepy that happened to me in my youth, nothing at the nudist colony. Really? Yeah, nothing. I have no ish with any. I've seen naked men and women my whole life, like so many naked men and women. It, that is no ish. Yeah. That's funny because I was mm. earlier when we were talking about the military and Thomas was talking about boot camp. Same. I was thinking about how for women, it was almost traumatizing for me being in the shower with 40 other women at once. That was there's only eight shower heads and there's 40 women. And it was like, well, because there's 80 women, like 88 total, but 40 go at a time. So and you have eight shower heads and they call it the, sh the car wash. You go and you you get wet and then you get out of the water and somebody else gets wet while you're lathering up and shampooing. And you literally just go in circles, you know, you wait your turn to get back under the water. But seeing all those naked women, like you don't realize how different everybody's body is. And like, there's some people I wish I could have unseen. Like I had nightmare about one girl, like several times. 
And I could tell one girl was definitely intersex, like, because she had, like, you know, pubes up past her belly button and, yeah, stuff. I was like, oh, God. Like, some people I just don't want to see naked. I've realized that. <laughs> I hear things that where women will pick themselves apart in ways, and I'm just like, ladies, um, like, as as varied we everybody always talks about penis size and as varied as penis size is that is how many different looks there are to a vagina I and so say nipples <laughs> nipples that's nipples, what maybe freaked me out this one girl had like small egg-shaped boobs and the whole thing was a nipple and it was like <laughs> would you rather have nipple sized fingers or finger sized nipples Nipple-sized fingers or finger sized nipples, nipples, I guess, because at least you could hide them. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd like to use my hands. Yeah, otherwise you just have little yeah. nubs, nubs for hands. You might as well just have finger-sized nipples. That's always yeah. the consensus, I think. <laughs> That's so funny. It's one of those weird questions. All right. Well, I guess on that note, does anyone else have anything bloody to add? <laughs> I'm sorry about the wind. No yeah. worries. Um, the, no, but the blood. I don't know. Bloody. I I would like a bloody bed. <laughs> this was really fun. No, it but, was fun. um. Yeah, blood. Um, the only things that I could think of were more of our rituals that we had back in the day and traditions and uh, virgins and how, um, especially on a day of when you lose the virginity, we had to keep that cloth and it was shown around to the neighborhood and the village as proof of pureness and whatever and you had to keep it for a very long time, apparently, but it was a part of a ritual. And if you are not a virgin, it was over for you, put it that way. It was not good. They can that, send, yeah, send you back home. Shit. Yeah, like sh they take you back, they take you, and they drag you back to your mom and dad's house and say, your daughter is trash. Go put her where she belongs. Like like that they'll look at you like trash not anymore and, but back in the day and it's so big in some cultures that if you were like and think of how prevalent rape was mm -hmm. and is in general um that it, if you're raped same it has nothing to do with you're no longer pure no one wants you you're trash you can be yep. stoned just for being raped yep it's you wild. your fault Why? insane insane it does seem very ritualistic. It seems like yeah. very high magic. And everywhere I looked, um, it's in every religious text it's mm -hmm. talked about. And one thing that I think that today that I've learned that maybe we should do more is ground our blood out. Like when we bleed, like maybe we are like, oh, I cut myself. The yeah, like maybe go outside and... Mm -hmm. Like drip on the floor. Yeah, and clean it up out there instead of being in the sink or whatever. Or I don't know. If... Yeah, it seemed to be a common theme. Yeah. Yeah. 
go on Gordy. Oh, I just think it's a really good point. Grounding. Like I do it every, literally every day. Like have to feel like I, I start to feel off if I'm not like sticking my hands in the dirt somewhere. What's your sign, Gordy? Taurus. Oh, then that's your, I have a fish tank in my house. Earth. Like always running. I always hear water running. Um, mm. My Sag friends are like sitting by fires more than anyone ever. Like, it's just, I, I feel like whatever our sign is, like we tend to, like we need that, like we juice up on that. Right. But, <laughs> but I, being outside and stuff, yeah. I think everybody, I need to ground out more in general. I've been spending a lot more time in the sun. It's great. I wonder, speaking of the sun, does dried powdered up blood, since Gordy posted like that little clip earlier, does it have any of the same properties as liquid blood, you know, in structure and magic? Would it have the same properties? Like, could you snort it? Imagine, like, snorting adrenochrome through your nose, like cocaine. When all the Wayfair shit was happening online and there, you know, like when powdered the internet version. was open. Yeah, you could get powdered versions of a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Adrenochrome, Alibaba, right? Alibaba. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I know this Would is where uh, if... Thomas and I were talking about it on that episode of he's like, if I can get it, because most of the sites that he went to, like when he really got down to it, it was like either a fraud or whatever that he's like, I'm going to have to go to the dark web to get it if I can mm -hmm. find it at all and see if it's real. <laughs> and then we were having that discussion. I was like, gosh, I don't think I would do it now knowing I couldn't do it knowing, but yeah. I'm glad Here's like one of those, like, I'm so grateful I didn't have to make that decision at a different point in life when I was young and dumb and in Hollywood and in the back wrong room when I was already drinking or like, mm -hmm. oh, I think this person's cool and I don't even know what it is, but everybody else is doing it. You know, yeah. like I went to the Church of Scientology because I thought it was like an exercise program, essentially. Mm -hmm. I didn't know it was a church. Like, that's how naive I was at one time. In my life. I was like, oh, they're hiring. <laughs> oh, man. Scientology. That seems <laughs> fun. It's like I, orange fitness. Isn't it crazy how that Scientology is just on the timeline recently? The whole idea of Scientology. Like, I even posted on it. Like, all these celebrities. Oh, what do you know on Scientology? Read a book. Just my my suggestion to you is just read a book. Read a book. Program your mind. Download the program. Don't ask questions. Just read the book. Dianetics. Download. It's funny. Dianetics. The front of it is the volcano. Dianetics. That's where I was also like thinking of uh, like is the earth's blood oil? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, because even you saying the poop thing, you know, with with poop and like, like gold is in veins, right? They find gold. Oh, vein. gold veins, yeah, yeah. So wouldn't that make sense if they find these certain, like, if we all have it in us, if it was a giant, if we were to fossilize, and then they would find maybe a, certain an kinds of elements, even, though, like the gold vein could be, yeah. Huh. Not a vein in the intestine. 
so gold is made through earthquakes through the process of an earthquake and through pockets of heat and gas like and gas. whatever <laughs> intestines and little gold nuggets huh explosions of gold nuggets super interesting yeah I know it would be if you could find out where all these deposits were and we could pan back and be like, oh, look at where this vein is attaches to this vein. There's crystal deposits here and this. We'd be like, oh, my gosh, that's a huge giant. giant. Yeah. We're so small on the like we're living on giants right now. <laughs> all right. At um, 3.47, that's when I'll end the stream. Does anyone else want to tell anyone where to find them or anything? Um, yeah, wait. Our stream, this stream you can find on YouTube on Project Cheney. <laughs> no, you. Where to find oh, you? Me? Okay, okay. for me, you can find me on God Pill Angel 333. That's the account I'm using right now. Um, then I have God Pill Angel 33. That's my original main account but now it's no longer my main account and that's and also, on instagram yes on instagram and then on tiktok same thing god built angel 333 you can find me there i just share my algorithm my thoughts on the algorithms my thoughts on posts what do i think about them and yeah just like to open people's ideas to ideas <laughs> i love that's it. it yeah I know. We didn't even talk about Moses and the Moors. I guess that'll be a conversation for another day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Gordy, Abby? Gordy Two Shoes on Instagram. That's it. Do you have any thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any deep thoughts or songs? So, voices yeah. yeah that's what we need. do you want to do cause yeah, tonight will be the <laughs> <laughs> will you try it look how many song. times layla's done it oh it's layla's thing I okay now you can, you'll just be sorry you're not stealing my thunder bro <laughs> 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 Don't even put that on me. No. You're not stealing. That cool. song is not my thunder. It's not mine. <laughs> I don't want it. Cool. That. Tonight will be the night. <laughs> now we have to stay until 447. Oh, <laughs> I'm just uh, kidding. I don't think I can make that that long. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Abby, where can yeah. everyone find you? <laughs> you can find me at abstract one on instagram and i'm also in the project cheney telegram group so perfect and i was gonna ask you what it means to oh, dream yeah. about blood i don't know it would just depend on the context of the dream really like i said it would it's subjective mm. so it depend on if it's a bad thing or a good thing are you consuming it are you consuming so it when well because that's what we're, we're kind of going yeah. through that right you know what I was thinking about? Hmm. Well, praying the blood of Jesus over people. Like, have you heard people Christians do that? Yes. Mm -hmm. I've always thought that was weird because it's not really biblical. In Albania, they say when you see blood in a dream, it washes the dream away of it becoming real. So it's like it cleanses the dream. Like it doesn't make it real or manifest. You know, like how they'll get, you'll get certain messages in a dream. That message will not 
manifests if it's like a bad dream let's say like oh you saw yourself dying or somebody dying in your family or you saw something freaking insane and then you saw blood the blood just washes they say it washes the dream and it doesn't manifest when you see blood like the whole idea of blood sacrifice it washes like uh -huh. sacrificial huh. lamb it washes away the mm -hmm. sin you're like oh so. good you saw blood okay good so don't even worry you don't even have to even talk about the dream because you, you the blood washed it off washed it washed it away i would even say if it's a from a specific body part that's where you'd want to check an acupuncture chart like that to see because it's telling you a specific meridian like it's mm -hmm. telling you a specific part of your body that you're storing um old emotion in that you need to get out because it's causing disease so that's that would also be a thing so if you're bleeding or a character dream character because every person's you is bleeding from a specific area you'd want to check a acupuncture chart huh old eastern medicine again mm -hmm. that old stuff all right i love you guys for the 23 of you, you. still you left guys. i love that you hung out this long almost four hours so um i'm so proud we will be back next week we'll be hanging out with michelle from healing homes and we are going to talk about uh serial killers and horror movies and stuff it's going to get um even more halloweeny as the month goes on but anyways thank you i love you bye bye Good night, guys. Good night.